Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What's new? No one to answer me because El Jefe is out of the TD Waterhouse for the System of a Down show. Uh, He'll be live with us in a little bit. They're having some troubles with the equipment down there. So it's J-Dub's hideout tonight. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Tommy Batts is producing the show right now. He is back in the back along with Putin. And for some reason, even when I'll have face here, I can't escape him. Deuce Chill Darone is in studio. You got to turn your mic on, Darone. What? It's going to be hard doing it this way. No? What's going on? The way the board is right now, it's it's all set up Wacky Nunu? Oh, actually, never mind. Am He's actually own? there. I thought he was in the booth. I didn't even see him there through the reflection. Oh, okay. Off to a great start. So it is the hideout. El Jefe out at TD Waterhouse. Me, J-Dubs, in the studio. we got a lot of stuff to uh, get to tonight. Don Vito will be on the show at 7.30, along with uh, we will have uh, a big announcement to make about Chunks. We talked about this yesterday. Uh, he's going to attempt to play 50 hours of video games consecutive, and uh, we've got a place to do it at. He will be doing it starting next Wednesday, trying to beat what I, I believe this guy was North Korean, and he did 49 hours of playing video games before he dropped dead. And Chunks is going to try to beat him out with 50 hours over at Mega Games. Mega Games is on the corner of 436 and University Drive, right next to the Albertsons. We went out to this place yesterday. Uh, amazing. I know Putin is a huge gamer. And he would love this place because what they have, they have all these uh, TVs set up with Xboxes and these really comfortable, I think they, at least they look like leather chairs. And you just sit there, play uh, whatever you want. They have a bunch of games there. Pay like $3 an hour and sit there and do whatever you want, as well as a bunch of tables with these uh, computers on them. And you can go online, play people uh, in whatever. EverQuest, is that your game? EverQuest 2. EverQuest 2. Waiting on the current expansion pack, Desert of Flames. Were you uh, a big one into EverQuest 1? No, or is I that skipped just... that one because that was the first generation of 3D games, and it really, I think it was crap, and I, I think you really needed to wait it out. And what what makes this new one so... Well, they worked out the bugs in the technology. Very important to do that. I don't even understand what you do in these EverQuest games. Gather materials, uh, kill stuff, make friends and things... Does that even sound interesting to no, anybody? No, just don't ask me to explain it. It's fun. Lester no, Big not. Hands, you're in the hideout. Lester. What's up, brother? What's going on, Lester? Man, I'm so glad that Ben is not there tonight. <laughs> Why? 
Because it's white power night. It is. There's only white people in the studio, which is very odd for the hideout. Except for Daron, we have our token Jew. Well, I'm white. Hey. Well, he's kind of gay, though. Yeah. The white guy is actually uh, listening. Well, look, man. Hey, keep up the work, man. White power. White power. <laughs> I don't know how to use these phones yet, so how do you hang up on people in here? I can hang up in here if you'd like. Please do. Uh, if... Uh-oh, here he is. Hey, what's up? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I don't know. I can't. I can't figure out this phone, so I'm just going with it. How is it that I'm not there, and all of a sudden I'm hearing chants of white power? Because it came from a black man, Lester Big Hands. That don't make it right. Oh, it doesn't. See, I sitting in this host chair, I have a lot of things I have to figure out, and I figured that was right. No. That's See, not... now I'm getting you know conflicting reports. That's not what you automatically go to. Hmm. So what's going on out there at the TD Waterhouse, Epe? Hey, uh, first of all, mm-hmm. I'd like to say uh, Treehouse what? Treehouse what? It's uh, it's smooth so far. Yeah? Yeah, it's actually going very seamlessly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's the thing. I'm hiding behind the Hooch? real radio <laughs> van. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie to you, dude. I want to go ahead and hang up on you and uh, go see Bad Acid Trip and uh, the Mars Volta. Is that cool? If you want to, you can go do whatever you want. You're out of the TD Waterhouse out to, there, uh, to enjoy the show. Uh, here's what's actually going on, Dubs. We uh, we have the hideout sandwich boards, and Chunks and Hooch and others are going around. Thought there the was going to be real boards. sandwiches there. <laughs> if you walk around, we still have tickets for the System of a Down show. Yeah. So you can uh, come up here, see us, walk around for about 15 minutes or so with the sandwich board, and just promote the uh, the cult that is the hideout, being a heretic. Now the uh, doors did open at seven o'clock out of the TD Waterhouse for the show. So anybody who wants to get out there and go to the show and see all the opening bands and that kind of stuff have to get out to uh, the TD Waterhouse right now to pick up their tickets. Also, I have a pair of tickets in studio that I'm going to give someone. Anybody who wants to come up and grab them, they're uh, extra leftover tickets. So if Why anybody, I just uh, I found them sitting around here. We had so many to give out that I had an extra pair. And uh, if anybody is in the Maitland area and want to come up and pick up these tickets and go see System of a Down. And if you're a girl. Now, the big draw tonight isn't necessarily System of a Down. It's Hooch. Hooch is here and uh, also Chunks. What is she doing and out again, there? And again, if you want to come see me, what kind uh, of s- I'm the guy with the uh, long hair and the goatee and the nose ring. So feel free to come up and say hi. What kind of sandwich would you say she most resembles in that board? Why are you going to do that to me? Why would you? Why I'm, I'm guessing I, something uh, loose meat. A nice and I don't know. I can't even answer that. I can't even, why would you do that? I can't even begin to answer that. So what do you, uh, what, what's going on out there? Uh, is, a, is the crowd big already or is it kind of trickling in? What's going on know, out there? I see there? a lot of people with cut off shirts and wife beaters ready to go see a show. That's what's going on. A lot of chicks wearing uh, spandex with holes in them. You know, classy. And you're doing sugar, right? No, I'm not doing sugar tonight. I'll be on stage doing chop suey. Oh, okay. Yeah, Serge said he needed a break, so I'll be on stage and I'll be performing sugar or uh, chop suey. Who else out there? You, Hooch, Chunks, uh, and Tyson? Yeah, I guess so. Erica, the promotions <laughs> goddess, is also here. Uh, well, you guys, don't you have an interview coming up at 7:30? Yeah, I have an interview with Don Vito. I mentioned that a little bit earlier. He's going to be on promoting his. Uh, concert that kind of, they have coming through here uh, actually Wednesday in Tampa and this Saturday at the House of Blues in Orlando. So Don Vito will be on the show uh, promoting that. What are you going to ask him? You know, I don't know yet. Uh, I think I'm going to let him interview me 
ask me about my life, and then maybe you, maybe he'll a, fit some plugs in there. Like. Uh, J Dubs, how are the Lions? Eh. They're good. How's your cat? They're great. My right, cat, I... I you, uh, it was nice joining you. We'll be at the House of Blues. You know what I'm trying to find out for this uh, football season? I always have some weird rituals I go to during football season. If they win one morning and I ate, like, steak and eggs or something for breakfast, I have to eat the same thing next week. I'm trying to find uh, so many... So basically your meals are changing every week. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and uh, I, I want to try to find a Lions jersey small enough to fit my cat. So I can have my cat with the Lions jersey on and have her watch with me. Because she enjoys watching the Lions games with me. I got an idea. Don't you have a Joey Harrington action figure? Yes, I do. Use that as a sex toy on her. Not on my cat. Why not? I'll use it with my girlfriend. Be okay. Maybe even the helmet. You know, I'll, I will use it with my girlfriend if that helps. I have no problem with that. I'm always into trying new kinky stuff. Other. What, go back and forth with yeah, it? Yeah, why not? Why don't you use it as a double end? And just they can use it at the same time. Uh, you know, I'm a little worried. I'm not there to, to control the dump button. <laughs> you should be worried. Actually, yeah, I, I told... I'm not here, it's like, ah, we're not really on the radio. I told... I'm standing behind a van sucking in fumes. I told the guys to get out whatever they've been trying to get out since you've uh, been behind this dump button. Because this is going to be their only chance to get their weird jokes on the air. That are weird kind jokes. Well, you know, you know how our staff rolls. I wanted a taste of your oral abilities, like that kind of stuff. Are you I there? Yeah, are you there? I dropped my phone. <laughs> uh, do you have it back now? Yeah, I'm not lying to you. This is the most hacked setup I've ever had in my life. Really? Yeah. You know, we've uh, we've had some pretty hacked setups before. Uh, we did our first uh, live event over in Washington D.C. Hey, and a bunch this. of chicks here in, like, uh, stockings. I bet they're not more than 15. Oh, can I leave early? <laughs> yes. All right, no, you can't leave early. You need to bring them back, though. No. In oh. your trunk. They oh, they are. I don't think any of them are buying us beer. What? Now, uh, when we did our uh, event over in Washington, D.C., we did it at this place called Tequila Beach. It was the first weekend they were open. And the, <laughs> the setup they had was us through a phone line going on the air. And about two hours into the broadcast, we found out we got bumped off the air five or six times because they had us hooked up to the same phone line that they had a credit card machine hooked up to. So whenever they ran a credit card or any kind of drink orders or if anybody called to find out where this place was because it was the first weekend it was open, so no one knew where it was, we would get knocked off the air. I can't believe we even got through a full segment without getting bumped. Dubs, can I uh, talk to Chunks for a second? Yeah. All right, I, I'm not going to be able to hear you as I talk to Chunks. All right. All right, Chunks, come here for a moment. Um, first of all, that shirt is very tight. Secondly, I know you've been walking around with the sandwich boards. How'd it go? Uh, it went really well. They uh, got really into it. Uh, they said basically listen to the hideout and what stuff will happen to you uh, sexually and that I can't actually explain. A uh, couple people cursed at me. They called me a homo. They said, Chunk sucks. We love LHF A and J dubs. Uh, I got a couple of hacks. People told me I was a, a hack. <laughs> Get lost. Uh, blank you and stuff like that. Yeah. So basically, it's like if you're going to a family reunion. <laughs> Pretty much. The one guy really got into it, too. He was just looking at me. 
And he said, Chunks at home, I point at him. He goes, No, I'm blanking serious, man. He goes, You really are. He's like, Get the blank out of here. I was like, oh. Okay. Now, is that guy that actually saw you performing oral on another guy in a stall, or does he have proof? Stop. So adamant? No, I I just think it's the positive image dick. you guys have built up. Did you do it? Yes, I dumped him. If anything, we're, uh, we're good public relations people for you. All right, so we're Hefe. here, J-Dubs. Hefe. TD Waterhouse. I think, do we have any more tickets to give out? Yeah, we do. All right. <laughs> couple pairs left, so come down, see us at the Real Radio Tent. We're across from our buddies over at Real Rock. <laughs> You walk around with the um, hideout sandwich board about 15 minutes. You're going inside to see the amazing show with the Mars Volta and System of a Down. So uh, come on out. All right, now, no, Dubs, that Al-Hafe. concludes the, uh, that Can he not hear you? I, can you hear me yet? No, yeah, I told you I wasn't going to be able to hear you. I know, but uh, I had to dump you during that. Why? If you, you, know, you, you know what you said, and uh, you know that uh, you, you said it earlier. You don't think you're actually on the air. What, did I curse? Yes. Kinda. No, I didn't. First segment of the show, and you already got dumped, Hefe. Well, I'm not talking to you guys anymore. <laughs> Welcome to my world, El Hefe. All right, El Hefe is out of the TD Waterhouse System of a Down show tonight. If you want tickets, you can stop up here at the Clear Channel Compound, or you can go out to the TD Waterhouse, uh, see El Hefe, Chunks, the real radio bands down there. Have an eye out for that, and you can get tickets that way. 407 star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. It is the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back to the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1-407-916-1041-888-978-1041, Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. This band, System of a Down, playing live tonight out of the TD Waterhouse. El Jefe is live out there with a uh, cup and a string talking to us on the air. So I'm really uh, excited about that. Quality broadcasting. Also, uh, we have Don Beto on the show coming up at 7.30. So stick around for that. El Jefe, are you there? Hello? Hello. Hey. Hey, what's up? Why are you dumping me during the last segment? Because you can't say... There's a very fine line with what you said. You can't say on, you have to say with. Whatever. It's the same thing. It's the same thing, yeah, but you have to word it different. We could have been talking about a bicep or a finger. Whatever. Who are you to dump me? Damn you. Dump him again. <laughs> All right. Real fast, Dubs. I'm going to have to... You've just been dumped again. <laughs> what? You dumped me again? Yeah. Come on. How are we going to do it? You can't even guy? begin to say that. What the hell? Oh, so uh, what's going on out there? Are you uh, getting a whole crowd around you, getting ready to win some of these System of a Down tickets? Yeah. I'm going to take away the headset for a second. Okay. Because it's a weird feedback. Okay. But uh, right now, actually, it's Chunks and I, and we have the hideout message boards or not message boards, but uh, sandwich boards that say, listen to the hideout on Real Radio 104.1 weeknights from 7-Eleven. We got Chris and who, Chunk? Jared. All right, Chris and Jared came up here. They didn't have any tickets for the show tonight at the TD Waterhouse. By the way, you can still get down here and get some tickets. Here's what Chris and Jared are going to do. They're going to take down, they're going to take off their clothes except for their underwear, and they're going to put on the sandwich boards, and they're going to do a lap around the TD Waterhouse Here's what you're going to be yelling. The hideout wants you to be somebody, and the hideout says Chunks is a mo. 
So you guys just wander around the TD Waterhouse with the sandwich boards in your underwear, and you're winning tickets, and you're going inside with the rest of us cool kids. Does that work for you? Yeah. All right. Uh, he's actually older than 13. <laughs> well, maybe. Whatever. Which well, they, you ruined my fantasy. Go inside. So that's what's going on right now. You boys go handle your thing, and I'll continue to talk to J-Dubs. Why do you? Why now, you are, gonna, you, are you going to have uh, Chunks following him around with the phone? I'd like to hear some of this. Uh, you know what? Chunks, call in, and uh, they want to hear some of this. Yeah, so follow him around with the phone. All right, that's what he's going to do. All right, cool. I'm just going to sit here and listen to your show. Yeah? I'm just kind of throw in uh, quick comments, like you would. Go ahead. Throw the, throw the quick comments in. Make oh, the show. You got to make the show. <laughs> well, no, you lead the show the way I do. Well, I, I was about to talk about Don Vito, who we'll have on the show in about uh, ten minutes. And he's going to be out at the House of Blues in Orlando this Saturday with his, I believe it's called Don't Try This at Home Tour. They're having a few bands out there as long, along with uh, Don Vito. And uh, I was watching MTV last night, saw a little bit of Viva La Bam, the show that Don Vito's on. It seems so scripted anymore. Have you watched any of it lately? I don't watch it anymore. Did you? Uh, what, what made you stop watching it? Because it's so scripted. Yeah, I mean, uh, I watch, most of the shows on MTV, they make it look like a reality show, but it seems like they have kind of like the, uh, the Curb Your Enthusiasm attitude where, all right, this is the direction we're going to go, just say some stuff about it, but we're definitely scripting this, and this is where it's going to end up. Yeah. And it comes through totally on the shows. I remember one where... They they tried to make it look like Bam blew up the house. Yeah. And it was so fake. And the mom was like, oh, my God, And no. she had to rush home and everything. Yeah, and was... see, yeah I saw that one. Uh, and they have this new show on MTV called uh, Trailer Fabulous. Have I, you seen anything about this? I haven't even seen that. I watched uh, the whole show last night. It was one of those car accidents things where you look at it, you hate it, you feel bad for anybody who's a part of it, but you can't stop looking at it. And... Uh, it has, like, what they do is kind of a queer eye thing, because they have two gay guys. I think it's, like, three or four, but two of these main gay guys are pimping out a trailer like they do on the, all the other shows, and they pull away, like, a motorhome to uh, reveal the house to the people. And what they did to this trailer was they they painted all these flames on the side of it, and they... Because they're gay? Yeah. <laughs> they redid the whole entire side inside with like all this leather furniture and flat screens and everything, which you know are going to get jacked in that uh, trailer park. Everybody no. knows everything in the place. They can case it out, and I'm sure the locks at uh, this trailer wouldn't be the top notch. So uh, I was watching this thing, and they didn't even try to uh, like cover that it was scripted because he had this line that he was saying and he kept on messing it up so they kept on you know showing him mess up and try again mess up try oh, really? again mess up try again which is cool because you know all these shows are scripted but they kind of hide it except for on this show the guy on here i was looking i was watching it have you ever seen dodgeball or the commercials for it with ben stiller yeah exactly like uh the guy from dodgeball the ben stiller character all right but flaming <laughs> i mean just way out there gay jumping on top of all the other guys and everything and he has a mullet which it looks like he should be you know one of these shoot 'em up uh you know i'm hardcore type things we have chunks on the phone he's uh following these people around td waterhouse while they're trying to win tickets chunks chunks you there 
Hey, what's up? Hey, uh, how far have they gone? Uh, we've almost met halfway around the TD Waterhouse now. We're just walking around. So you can hear them in unison. They were actually, they're down in the boxers. One of them's just filthy, disgusting, nasty. He's got hair all over him. He's got tattoos. And they're holding each other like they've got their arms around each other, kind of like skipping. It's a, it's a guy and a girl, right? No, it's two guys. Oh, it's two dudes? I thought it was a guy and a chick. No, it's two dudes. And uh, they're doing this for System of a Down tickets. How many how many more uh, pairs do you guys have out there to give out? Uh, they got about uh, hey, two pairs. Pair. Two more pairs? So anybody who needs them needs to get down there ASAP. Yeah. Put the phone near them. I want to hear this. All right. Hey, Dobbs? Yeah. Dude, it was so right. gay. What? These two kids. I Kids, how old are they? Well, they're 18. Are they just 18 or are they, you know? I don't know, but I mean, these are System of a Down tickets, and somehow we managed to get two dudes to walk around in their boxers at the TD Waterhouse. Well, th- that's completely up to you. I, I always get blamed with the uh, homoerotic uh, part of the show. And I have no nothing to do with this stunt. Yeah, that was all me. I don't know what we were thinking. These kids say they'd do anything, and I'm thinking, all right, well, get in your boxers and walk around the TD Waterhouse. And they're like, sure. When a young man comes up to you and says you'll do anything, is that your normal response? Why don't you get in your underwear, buddy? Apparently it is. <laughs> Apparently that's the first thing that came to my mind. Now, uh, is, are any of the bands on yet out at the TD Waterhouse? I don't know. Let me use my x-ray vision to see it in the TD well, Waterhouse. Well, should, you should be able to tell. Uh, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're just being a smartass out there because you're out there having a party. I have it's a blast. I, I'm, I'm going to assume Badasser Trip is on stage. All right. Because I'm uh, stuck in here with Deuce Childeron thinking about angry. Peanut. and like you hate me right now. I'm not happy with you. I'm what not going to. do? Well, for one thing, you're getting young men in their underwear having them skip around with me. Normally you'd love it. Stop. No, that's what pisses me off. I'm not there to see it. Oh, okay. J-Dubs, you feel on, so good. There's no need to bring my cousin into it. Oh, uh, Tommy, you're oh, so what hot. Is All right, why don't y'all go interview Vito? Yeah, coming up next, Don Vito from Viva La Bam. And don't try this at home. Coming up this Saturday over at the uh, over at the House of Blues in Orlando. We'll have him on next, 407-916-1041, 1041 star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Yeah. Two more pair of tickets, so uh, hurry up and make it down. System doesn't go on stage till 9, so if you hurry up and get down here, we're going to be out front of the TD Waterhouse with these tickets, so come on down. If you're right around there, get down there ASAP. You won't miss a, miss a beat. So you're so if you're two dudes and you want the tickets, you just go down there and get in your underwear? Ladies this time. Is that how it works? Go down there, spit on your hand, and uh, <laughs> give Hefe what he needs, and you get some tickets. I want some girl to show her thong and write on one cheek Hefe and dubs on the other one. Yeah, why don't you do that next? Something a little straight. Bush it up, Mo. Or she could come up here and we could do that in studio since we have All a pair. Alright, right, whatever. Alright, 407-916-1041, triple eight nine seven eight one oh four one star one oh four one on your singular wireless phone. Don Vito up next, it's a hideout. El Jefe and J Dubs, Real Radio one oh four point one. Same bumpers all night long. Shows you what happens when you try to do like eighteen things at once. You gotta do Hendry too? No, let's read their own tonight. Yeah. I was too busy trying to make the commercial breaks fit like they're supposed to. You can't do it now anyway. 
Yeah, I know. Welcome back to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1-407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star1041 on your singular wireless phone. El Jefe and J-Dubs. Me, J-Dubs, I'm in studio. El Jefe's out of the TD Waterhouse for the System of a Down show, which the doors are already open for. He has a couple uh, pair of tickets left, and I have a pair of tickets up in the studio if you guys want to come up and uh, first one up here to get them. Just go go to the show. Uh, I don't believe System of a Down goes on until 9, so you have plenty of time. And uh, El Jefe is uh, giving... Uh, are you? Uh, do you got another couple set up, or are you... Yeah. Then we found another dude. Go figure. Walking around in his tidy white. Yeah, you're at a rock show. Go figure. The dude to chick ratio is 10 to 1. Yeah, man. I would figure more hot chicks would want to see System of a Down. I don't know why that is. Well, I'm not there yet, so there's really no need for the hot chicks to be out there this early. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering, Tommy. When are you getting here? I'll be there soon enough. Now, uh, we've I've had a few people tell me that they've seen chunks out at the... TD Waterhouse walking around, and he's mm-hmm. hideous, and we need to get new interns. Sadly, yeah, they, they thought Chunks was the intern. Yeah, sadly, uh, Chunks gets paid to work for us, but Chunks. we are looking for new interns, so email Alhefe at WTKS.com or JDubs at WTKS.com. Uh, I know Tommy had a whole thing set up for him to interview another intern today, and he got stood up. Well, I can hire that kid. He'll fit right in with the current crop. Yeah, right. If, if you're a no show. Can we replace Chunks? He's calling me and trying to ask me questions during the show while I'm trying to talk on air. What did he ask you? I, I, I made Chunks put on his, uh, a sandwich board. He's asking me, like, can I have the people say this and that? I'm like, I can't even hear what you're saying. I got to go. So He's go ahead, producer. let him he say know, it. He should know the radio terms that you can say and can't you, say. You'd think. But. So, uh, what, what's with the people you have out there now? What are you going to do with them, Happy? Another uh, underwear lap around the TD Waterhouse with the message board. But, Chunks, you can hear me now. I want you to take off your shirt. you got to do an underwear lap, too. What, what, how about the elephant walk? <laughs> What's I the elephant walk? On. You know the elephant walk? Yeah, is that where you pull out your... Uh, kind of. You know the, how elephants hold on to each other's trunks? Oh, uh, okay. Or tails? Same thing. So gay. So, uh, so Chunks is getting into his underwear right now. The walk around the TD Water House. I have Chunks on the line. Chunks, you there? Yeah, hey. Hey. Hey, what's up? Now, what are you guys about to do? You're about to get in uh, your underwear and do this whole thing. Yeah. Along with uh, what guys? Uh, we got one. We got one guy here. What's your name? Robbie. Robbie. And Robbie is about to walk around uh, with you. What are you guys going to yell? Chunks likes protein. Give him a drink. Okay. Chunks, I see you, dude. Your shirt's on. Take it off. Take it off. Are you making him take his pants off, too? No, he can keep his pants on, but he's got to take his shirt. All right. I see you. Take your shirt off. I'm taking it off. It's hard holding the phone and the goddamn sign. Is Hefe, like, hiding behind a bush? Like, I see you? Well, the the funny thing is, there's nothing bush about this. There's, uh, There's two guys yelling at each other about if their shirt's on or off. There's no bush being had. <laughs> All right. Ooh. Wow, I can see those babies well, from here. Where is Hefe? Very I'm cold. on the other side of the TD Waterhouse. Oh, so you guys are on completely opposite sides. Yeah. And yeah, I can still see his boobs. <laughs> what? 
so are they uh, gonna are they gonna pass you during this lap, Hefe? At some point. You're gonna be kind of like the uh, the halfway point, hand him a glass of water. Yeah. You should like pie him in the face or something. Like somebody give me a pie. Yeah. I'm sure there's plenty of pies running around at the T D Waterhouse. I'm sure you have your pick of bank and you want apple, lemon meringue, banana cream. I've had a lemon meringue in forever. So uh, how excited are you for the show? Uh, dude, I'm stoked. I, I actually had the opportunity to hang out with System when they were in Detroit. And I saw the show, uh, I believe it was at the State Theater in Detroit. And it was so good. This was uh, obviously with Toxicity, so it was what, like three, four years ago? But the band's so intense live, and I would just figure the new stuff and the new CD and just everything, the energy is going to be insane. The only problem is I got an extra ticket. I couldn't find a date. So, oh, you? You couldn't find on. a nice hot chick to go with you? Yeah, let so me let me wonder for a general admission if let, some let me wants to hang out. With let me. me sit here and speculate why. Oh. You're yelling at dudes to take their shirts off. Uh, you're having them yell how much they love men. And, I didn't do that. Well, now now this guy's yelling, uh, Chunks wants protein, needs a drink. That was his idea. So there's going to be a, a vacant seat next to you, Hefe? I'm in general admission. The good thing about general admission is that you can go around if they're hot chicks and you can, like, act like you're with them. Touch them inappropriately and nobody will know it's you. Oh, what I'm I, sorry what if I, I don't like chicks. What I love the most is when uh, a chick is crowd surfing and. Whenever a chick is crowd surfing, the dudes usually push her shoulder so she'll roll over to her stomach, and everybody cops a feel. If you are a chick at a concert, I don't know why in the world you would ever go crowd surfing because you know hands are going in places, they're grabbing things. They like that. You think so? Oh, they're into it. You think there's chicks out there who want to be groped by thousands of guys? Oh, I know it. Hey, remember when Courtney Love would go out and she would uh, crowd surf or whatever it is? Yeah. And she actually got, like, molested, and she got pissed off about it. So what, the sign? Is he an idiot or what? Four seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. Mickey, you're in the hideout. Pepe, I'm on my way to be your date. My Dugan is like Alexis. It's no. from here to Texas, baby. No. Come on. No, thank you. Hey, I want your man hands. All right. Yeah. I, uh, I just ripped it off. <laughs> Doug's going to hang the phone up. I can't figure out this phone. You it wouldn't let me hang it up either. I've never seen a phone in radio before. What's that? You act like you've never seen a phone in radio before. I've never had to do it. That's always been your thing. What about when you hosted the treehouse? Oh, you think anybody wanted to call that piece of crap? <laughs> That's right. Sorry. I thought it was great. Especially yeah. the co-host. <laughs> All right, El Jefe's out at the TD Waterhouse. Just moving down, going on stage at 9. You can get on out there and uh, pick up what you have. One pair of tickets left out there? I guess. And I have a pair of tickets in studio. So if you want to come out, grab Why some you tickets. around in your underwear? That's what we're doing. We're going to yeah. have girls come down here. Actually, actually, that's what we're doing. We're uh, since you aren't here, we're doing a kind of a man thing, a bonding thing, where you sit in your underwear with all your dude friends <laughs> and kind of talk about life. That's what the hideout is. I don't, no, no, it's not. Oh, it isn't. See, no. I, when I'm sitting in this chair, I get all confused and flustered. I have no idea what I'm talking about. I think douche chill should sit in the big chair. 
You think so? One yeah. segment of Deuce Chill in the big chair. I'm sure he can run the phones better than me. I, I, can, I can try if you'd like, Hefe. I'm so uncomfortable. Where we can share the seat. Hefe live down at the TD Waterhouse. J-Dubs in studio with Deuce Childerone uh, along with uh, Tommy Bateman and Putin. It is the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. El Jefe and J-Dubs hanging out. I'm hanging out in studio. El Jefe is at the TD Waterhouse for the System of a Down show going on tonight. Doors open already. Uh, System of a Down will be going on at 9. El Jefe has a pair of tickets left out there. I have a pair of tickets in studio. If you want to come up here and uh, if you're around Maitland, you can just grab them, go out to the show, have a good time. On the phone right now, we have Don Vito. I figured, uh, since he didn't get with us at 7.30, that he thought it was 7.30 in the morning, and I was going to tune into the Monsters and see if Don Vito made a special call into there. But I guess uh, our phone lines are messed up here, and he's had trouble getting in. So, Don Vito, Don Vito, welcome to the hideout. Real Radio, 104.1. Hello, Jay Jones, what's up? How's it going, man? Put your lines for them. Yeah, I know. I, I'm sorry about hey, that. Who's April's yelling at me? Yeah. I, they, we're masquerade tomorrow. Yeah, you're at masquerade tomorrow over in Tampa, and uh, then this Saturday here in Orlando at the uh, House of Blues. So, what's this? Don't try this at home. What's going on out here? You gotta come and see it. What the hell? I can't tell you everything. Jeez. No, I mean, I, there, there, there's bands going on out there. In his head. There's bands going on out there, but then there's Don Vito. And uh, are you guys doing stunts out there? Is there uh, stuff going on outside you know, of the music? Yeah, they got like fight powers just playing open hand, and then Don comes out and does some crazy stuff. Oh, I nice. Usually, I usually get uh, like I usually get my toes sucked by the end of the night. <laughs> awesome. Now I out at this uh, thing. I heard there was a riot or something going on out at one of your uh, Don't Try Us at Home. Yeah, because there's always usually a couple fights and people get a little nuts. And, uh, but they, they, they call this an all-out riot. No, no, it's not a riot. It's just a fight. You're exaggerating now. No, I, well, that's what I read. I'm sorry. They exaggerated. They got arrested for doing something. They ran out of Budweiser. So what happened with this riot? I got out of Budweiser. I got arrested at one of the places. Make sure they got plenty of bugs to collect down there. You got. That's the way we're going. You got arrested? Actually, they ran out of Budweiser at the place in uh, Baton Rouge, the casino. So, uh, with this whole tour thing, you guys have gone. Uh, how how far are you on this leg? Are you uh, 75% uh, done, or are you guys just starting it? About 20. We did 11, and we got like 32 dates. We did 11 so far in a row, and then we had a couple of days off. And then Ebor City is the first one back. Do you plan on going on the next uh, Celebrity Fit Club? Uh, like Phil? Gonna, yeah, Phil's going to find out for me like tomorrow. Oh, really? Supposed to ask me, yeah. Phil lost like 49 pounds in 10 days. You, you don't seem like you uh, respond in that. In 10 way. weeks. <laughs> you don't seem like I you, lost 49 pounds in 10 days. You don't seem like you respond that well to uh, people telling you what to do and getting on your case. Uh, how will you? Uh, I don't know. I guess I have to try. Phil, Phil did it. Yeah, but Phil so, seems a little more easygoing than you. That's just what I see. I have to, gra- I have to gra- grab the drill sergeant by the neck. It's going to be hard doing the tour and doing this at the same time, though. Yeah. The computer and uh, I don't go together. Now, how long is this tour going? Uh, September 12th, I think. It ends up uh, up in Vermont. we go got to Myrtle Beach, Jacksonville, all over the place for, like, the next, the next leg of it. And we're you're all- through the south. 
And you're out at Masquerade tomorrow in Tampa and out here in Orlando this Saturday at the House of Blues. The House of Blues, yeah. And we got the House of Blues in Myrtle Beach, too. Oh, nice. Yeah, so... What kind of uh, places are you going to? Are you going to a lot of these House of Blues, or are you uh, doing some uh, bigger places as well? Usually, like, five, six hundred people. Like, like, one was a casino, the Soul Kitchen we went to. So Baton Rouge, was, we was on a riverboat. And then all through Texas, like, a bunch of uh, pink monkeys. Bunch of, bunch of like, uh, places that were about five, six hundred people. Now, on, uh, on this show, uh, Viva La Bam, that you are on, uh, a lot What's of people, uh, on this uh, show, Viva La Bam, uh, a lot of people look at this and think, you know, oh, wow, but Don Vito can't be as crazy. As... Yeah, we're going to look for Santa Claus in the next uh, for Christmas special. Yeah. We're going to have Santa Claus. we got to find him. He's in the North Pole. we got to go find Santa for the next uh, episode. Yeah. Huh. You watch the last episode? Uh, I didn't watch the last episode, no. Uh, but I've, uh, I've seen you on there a bunch of times, and uh, I always thought that there's no way Don Vito is as crazy as what he uh, looks like on the television. But hey, I, I, I am Shady McGruff. Here, tell him. Here. Shady McGruff. Shady McGruff. How's it going? Shady McGruff. Yeah, he, he, he got in a little accident. He jumped in a pool, got like ten staples in his head. So no he's he's right now. Dico's here. Who's this he's guy? He's getting ready to get, turn us into animation. It's that way we can curse a little bit. The Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Don Vito on the line. He's uh, doing the Don't Try Us at Home tour. That's at Masquerade. <laughs> What's going on out there? What are you guys up to? Yeah, we still have. Yeah, what are you guys doing out there? We're getting Bill Scalapini right now. It just came to my table. <laughs> Where are you guys eating at? Hey, Antonio's. Antonio's. Up in Westchester, yeah. All right, I'm going to let you get back to your dinner. And uh, go see Don Vito and the Don't Try This at Home Tour uh, tomorrow at Masquerades over in Tampa, Saturday at the House of Blues in Orlando. Thank you very much, Don Vito. Yeah, try to make it out. Yo, it's a big show. Best show ever. Yeah. Right, talk to you later. later. He was whacked. He always is. Well, was usually he can stick with the conversation. He gets whacked at that conversation, but I didn't even understand what he was talking about half the time. I think interviewing him should be part of the Don't Try This at Home tour. <laughs> yeah. Trying to keep him interested and, like, focused. Was that two separate people you were talking no, to? No, that was Don Vito the whole time. I, it sounded like he handed the phone right. to himself. Think, hey, hey, Shady McGraw. The hell? He's trying to do characters. Oh, he's playing another character? Yeah, he's doing a whole Phil Hendry thing. I, I can uh, respect that. What do you mean, but you Phil have, Hendry thing? But you have to uh, change it up a little bit. You can't go, hey, this is Shady McGraw. Hey, this is J-Dubs. You had me fooled. Yeah. Damn it. 407 star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. It is the Hideout, Real Radio, 104.1. Love on the planet, arrived by accident. 
Welcome back to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. I'll have J Dubs. That's Phil. My name is Phil.com. UFLPhil.com. Phil Margera. Phil Margera. Yeah. About as coherent. No, Phil's more coherent. 407 Or start 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Bobby Hill, you're in the Hideout. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Hey, what's up? Oh, I just have to say that this is some of the best radio I've ever, ever heard in my life, and uh, I have to say that you guys should buy, uh, you know, Black Ball uh, Mr. Ponch. Ponch? Come yeah, on. What do you think about that, Ponch? What? Beat it. I'm like Hang the uncoolest dude ever. No, this is a uh, treehouse. No good. I'm like the uncoolest dude ever. What did you think about it? What, what have you thought of the show so far? Who, me or yeah, Bobby you. Hill? No, Bobby Hill's gone. No, you, you Epic. Epic? My favorite part was the trying to decipher whether or not uh, Vito was trying to hand the phone to himself. Yeah, I think he was. Henry. <laughs> that was also good. So you're out of the TD Waterhouse right now for the System of a Down show. Uh, the doors are already open for that. System of a Down goes on at 9. I have a pair of tickets up here at the station if anybody wants to come up and get them. Or you can go out in there and see Hefe. Hefe, do you have any tickets left? Yeah, we got one pair of tickets left, J-Dubs. You know what you got to do, Dubs? You yeah. got to tell people how easy it is for them to get the tickets from you because of the stuff you used to do when you were a shock jock at uh, Lansing's New Rock 92 on the edge. Yeah, I used to shock and jock. Actually, some guy brought his own waist in and uh, played with it to get tickets to see uh, <laughs> the birth pipe of all people. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, that was worth it then. Yeah, and uh, another guy, I think he... Uh, Took a scooter and ran it right in, like full speed. No, no brakes or anything. Right into the dumpster. There's a, there's a, a few different just crazy stuff people did to see the burf pipe. Oh, and Bliss 66. Don't let me forget about them. Who? Bliss 66. Who the hell is that? Oh. Uh, exactly. Blink 182. Hefe. Yeah. Uh, chunks. I uh, announced this earlier. Chunks is going to try the 50-hour uh, marathon over at Mega Games on the corner of 436 and University right next to the Albertsons. Next Wednesday, he'll start at 7 and try to make it as far as he can. Hopefully, he can make it to 50 hours to beat this. Uh, I don't know if it's a record or not, but beat whatever the, uh, the guy died playing. Basically, what Chunks said was the South Korean dude who went 49 hours and ended up dying. I don't know. If they still haven't decided if it was dehydration, exhaustion, lack of eating, what it was. But uh, I'm sure his heart just gave out after 49 hours straight of gaming. And Chunk said the guy was a chump. Well, so was he's he... going to go to the Mega Games there at 436 in University. And uh, Wednesday, a week from tomorrow, he'll start and hopefully end... I guess about 9, 10 o'clock on Friday night. 10 if he goes 50 hours. Actually going for 50 straight hours of gaming. Chunks, you excited about this, dog? Actually, I really am. This is something, um, for once, I think I can complete. Of course you're excited about it. It's, you're getting paid to play video games for two days. Well, the fact that you're getting paid also helps, doesn't it? I'm getting paid? Does uh, does no, he get his choice of what game to play? Gonna get paid. We're going to get paid to have to listen to you play video games and bitch and complain for 50 hours. Oh, come on. I, I guarantee he complains. That's fair. Does, it's fair at all. I'm throwing my body on the line. i got to maintain this uh, nice physique. Yeah. Does uh, Chunks get to choose the game? 
Chuck, that is a good point. Are you going to choose the games, and which games is it the uh, which games do you want to play when you're out there? Well, I'm allowed to have three games, right? So I've decided to go with Madden, of course. Uh, Halo is something I've always wanted to play for the Xbox. I think it's a perfect opportunity to do that. And I'm going to go with Grand Theft Auto San Andreas since I haven't played that yet either. Hey, Hefe. Yeah. To make this a little more interesting, why don't you limit it to one game? And it's got to be a Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> okay. He definitely would get thin. Who's Shoulder Rones actually thanking for the show? Chunks, instead of those three games, it's Dance Dance Revolution for 50 hours. No way! I'll die after a minute. You can't play that crap. What's wrong with him? Just tell him to keep his asexual mouth shut. I do like... All right, you know what? Right, which one of the games do you want to play the most? Uh, I'm actually really looking forward to Halo. Okay, Halo is out. Dance Dance Revolution is in. I can't play that. You're sabotaging me already. I can do this one. I know I can. The good thing about the Dance Dance Revolution is the fact that you're going to be awake. Like, you'll get up, you get the blood flowing, you can play. You could even possibly lose a little weight from uh, some exercise. I didn't sign up for this to lose weight. I signed up to stay up and play video games. You know what? That's a good thing. Uh, that's a good thing to uh, monitor as well because he's just going to be sitting there eating junk food and playing video games for 50 hours. Uh, do you think uh, we should uh, weigh him every like maybe four or five hours? Uh, here's here's my idea, Dubs. We take a picture of him after every hour. And I say he plays in, like, a Tron suit. So we put him in Under Armour, and we can definitely see how his body morphs and changes over the 50 hours. You know what? I'm guaranteeing he looks more disheveled at the beginning than at the end. And I think we do a basic math quiz every hour. See how stupid, uh, how much stupider he gets. I can't do that when I'm not playing video games. Well, we should have him write his own copy some more, because I have... Uh... The Chunks is going to be on the corner of 436 and University Drive. Yeah, he wrote up the plug for me, and it's completely wrong. And uh, I don't have any information as to what day or time this is starting. I know it's Wednesday at 7, luckily. That's why you're supposed to be the producer, uh, Bateman, not him. Hmm. That's no why problem. it's happening that way. All right, boys, here's what we're going to do. Okay. Uh, Chunks and I are going to go listen to you guys. And if you like, Chunks and I will do the entire next segment alone. What do you think? Uh, not the next segment. Why not? Hold We're off ready to on go that. Inside. No, you guys, are, you're staying out till nine. The promotions team's ready to wrap up and go watch the show. No, no one's going to wrap up and watch the show. All right, good luck coming to us. Are you serious? You played video games for three hours last Monday. That wasn't last Monday. Yeah, it was a week ago. Last Monday. Was it? Yes, three hours you did. That was all orchestrated by you. You kept on telling me to play different people. I'm telling you, Chunks and I want to do 12 minutes out here from the TD Waterhouse. I'll let you, you do it later. Last 30 by yourself and go to mixtape. I'll let you do it later. No. Why are you getting all upset? I want to see the Mars Volta. No, you don't. Yes, I do. I'll be honest with you. They're terrible. No, let you me... can't be honest with me. No, dump it. They're great. Hey, yeah, system of a down, are. I'm not a big fan of the Mars Volta. I'm sorry. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Let us do the next segment so we can go inside. No, you are not going inside until 9 o'clock. Come on, man. Why are you holding us up? Because we're doing a show. Three hours. We're doing a show. Oh, all right. No, whatever. Fine. Are you going to be all pissy now? Yes. Why? You got to play video games for three hours last week. Three hours. And I was on mic the whole time. Oh, is that what that was? 
Go ahead. I don't understand what your problem is. The fact that Chunks and I want to do a segment and then go inside. All right. Go ahead. This is the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Real Radio 104.1, El Jefe and J-Dubs. J-Dubs back in the studio with Deuce Childerone and Tommy Bateman. I, El Jefe, and my boy Chunks, as we are broadcasting live from the TD Waterhouse. Downtown Orlando, tonight's the night. We've been talking about it forever. System of a down, bad acid trip, just about to get off stage, and it's going to be the Mars Volta, and then obviously System. And um, it's been an outstanding time so far, and here's why. We got these hideout sandwich boards that we're going to start taking advantage of. And we had people for the System of Our Down tickets come out here and put on the sandwich boards, take off the rest of their clothes except for their underwear, and walk around. Chunks, I understand there was a little animosity uh, with a couple of other radio stations as we were walking around. What happened? Uh, there was. I guess uh, somebody wasn't really happy about us uh, promoting our show and just had to boo us like little kids. Just saying, boo, you guys suck. Uh, in my life, yeah, that's going to hurt me. I don't know what crap you guys have done to me. So, not too worried about it. Um, but our, our sister station, Real Rock, was actually real nice. They gave us a couple of extra tickets that we had for the show tonight down here at the TD Waterhouse. Now, Chunks, you had the chance to walk around. You actually wore the uh, sandwich board at one point. It was you, Topless, and another 20-year-old guy. Uh, kind of a date. And the two of you are walking around uh, shirtless, and a cop comes up. What happens? Cop comes up, he looks at us, and gives us that wave sign. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, crap. So I got a phone. I got my nasty body showing. The cop's like, come over here. You guys are advertising for real radio, huh? I said, uh, yeah. He goes, and he just kind of tilts his head and looks at us, and he goes, so what contest did you lose? And I'm relieved at this point. Of course, I just the guy's like, well, I'm trying to get tickets, like, and I tell him I've just lost at life, and it's so true. And that's what you gotta love about the cops here in Orlando, because they get it, they understand, they listen to real radio, and uh, that's not the most humiliating thing you've ever done outside, though, right? No, I'm sure there's other stuff I've done outside. It's been ten times more humiliating. I remember running in a dress once back at D.C., having to sprint. After some other ass tripped me and my leg was wide open and bleeding. How you doing? You actually didn't sprint during uh, that. Now, we didn't get a fat man diary today, but you and I were driving in the car, and relationships and love came up. We just heard a song on the radio that uh, made us think about it. And you have a theory of not saying I love you to women. Uh, it's not really a Chunk's Fat Man Diary, but you do have a story that you'd like to share with the listening public. Uh, maybe those of you not going to be at the Titty Waterhouse uh, like we are tonight, maybe you're... Uh, sitting at home, sulking, uh, listening to the hideout. Maybe you're thinking about asking out this woman that you're uh, in love with. What are you? Uh, what's that story of uh, I love you? Well, I used to get all excited about relationships and everything. But I guess one time I jumped the gun a little early. How early? Two weeks. You were two weeks in? You were two weeks into a relationship. Were you actually boyfriend and girlfriend, or you just known each other for two weeks? We've known each other, but we're only seeing each other like, for two weeks. Okay. But seeing each other, how far have you gotten sexually? What faces? Uh, I hadn't gotten any. I mean, I only got a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you know, we did other stuff. Like what? Like, uh, play Uno? What? 
Well, you know, stuff with the hands, you know. And All right, groping, was it over, over, close, or under? Over. Okay, basically, you had kissed and hugged. And you'd been seeing each other for two weeks. This is what, this is what I have, man. You, under, you gotta understand. For me, this is a lot. This is a big thing. For me, in my world, this is I. We're ready to get married. We're ready to get married. No, you're not. You're groping. Maybe. Did you at least touch her neck? Of course, I touched her neck. Kiss it? Yeah. All right. So that's how. That's where you were in the relationship. You're two weeks in. What happens? Well, along the other lines of a fat man diary, a similar story. Um, she gets wigged out, and, uh... How did you tell that you loved her after... T uh, groping? She was feeling on your... All right, looks like we lost the signal to the El Jefe and Chunk show, right when uh, they're about to get into some Fat Man Diary stuff. 407 star one zero four one on your singular and wireless phone. We'll try to get Jefe back. Uh, maybe they can jump back in. To what's going on hey, out there? I love you. Oh, they're there. And I guess she got really, really wigged out and started sleeping with her old boyfriend. Oh, we're, uh, are we still on? Yes. Okay, cool. All right, we just told that we got cut out. All right. So in the middle of you, you're at the you're at the uh, the lake, and you said you complete or she completes you. Then what? And then I look at her and I say, I love you. Like, just like that, and I give her the eyes, you know, like the gooey eyes with the gooey body. And she just kind of looks at me. She's like, that's nice. That's really, really nice. And I was like, well, you know, you can say something back if you want. She's like, you're very, very sweet. And the worst part about telling someone that you love them, like, first, is you got to sit there and hold and wait. Okay, you know, are they going to say it back, blah, blah, blah. How old were you? Ooh, jeez, I'd say probably... 19 or 20. Was this the first time you'd ever told anybody besides, like, your grandma that you loved them? Actually, yes, it was. Okay, so you're two weeks into a relationship. All right, so she says that you're sweet. Then what? And then, I mean, it's just kind of awkward. And, I mean, I'm like, well, the sun looks great, right? I was like, hey, I actually looked on the Weather Channel to see when the sun went down. And she kind of looks at me like not even that sympathetic look anymore like that. I want to get out of here. You're going to do stuff to me and throw me in the lake, look. And yeah. At that moment, I figured, great. At any second, it's done now. So do you end up making out or uh, petting or anything the rest of the night at the sun? It was sunrise, sunset, whatever? It was sunset. No, I'm, she's like, well, it's getting kind of hot. Let's go home. And she gives you the thing like where you try and kind of caress her a little bit, but she casually pushes your arms down. She's like, oh, I'm not. I'm really feeling kind of hot. You know, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't want to do that. And I was like, okay, totally knowing that she hated me and that you blew it at that point. By the way, it's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Uh, Hefe and Dubs, Dubs back in studio with Deuce Childerone and Tommy uh, Bateman, and uh, Chunks and I out at the TD Waterhouse, about to go in to see System of a Down. But we're talking about a story when Chunks actually told someone he loved them. We heard a song on the way in. I forgot what it was, and it reminded him. And you now have a theory about never saying I love you? Yeah. You know, I, I figure it's known. You don't really need to say it. You know what I mean? I guess you can say it. But for me, it just sparks in my head again. Like getting shocked with a taser. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to happen. I'm going to feel that bad pain again. I can't do it. I don't want that awful, awkward look. 
How long after did she break up with you after you told her you loved her at the sunset? I think it uh, fizzed out the rest of the week. I'm serious. So it was a two and a half week relationship? Yeah. Well, I mean, like two, two, two weeks and four days. I, I made it over hump day, and I think that that's important. No, you never made it to hump day. You made it to grope day, which is like, what, Monday night? Grope day? After Raw? So what happens at this point, Chunks? Are those my System of a Down tickets flying down the street? It got really windy out here all of a sudden, by the way. Yeah, it did. Um, so now you said don't tell them that you love them because then they'll go have sex with somebody else. Does that tie into this or no? Yeah, I mean, I guess she was seeing somebody or didn't... <laughs> didn't think that we were that involved and we were only casually dating and it's all right if she wanted to sleep with somebody who was in much better shape and I guess much better uh, a groper than I was because he actually went all the way. She said I wasn't aggressive enough in that sense. Well, Chunks, I want to say that uh, being out of the system of a down show, I think you'll find love out here. Yeah, I'm sure that's going to happen. And now I feel awful and sad. I think the uh, the topless 20-year-old boy with pimples all over his chest, I think he's the right dude for you. I seriously think he's a, he was mall. He smelled really badly, and he kept kind of looking through the side of the sandwich board. At you? Yeah, like my physique, and he's just kind of... Maybe he'd never seen such stretch marks on a man. No, it, it was the look of lust. He had the look of lust for me. That's what that was. Yeah, I know, it's bad. I hate vagina. The other great thing about being out here at the show, guys, is that the people watching is just insane. It's not quite the same people watching if you're going to see like a like a Slipknot, an insane clown posse, but it's still it's still one of those things where everybody's got their freak flag flying. Uh, flying. You know what I mean? They got the long hair going. They got the cutoffs. Now, somebody told me earlier not to be the guy who was wearing the System of a Down shirt. I'm not going to out who it was, but someone from another show on Real Radio came out here wearing a long sleeve system of a down shirt. Chunks, did you see that? Yes, I did. I know exactly who you're talking about. I, I hope you do. You saw them. Is it polite? I almost said something. Should I have? Yeah, why not? You know what I mean? And that way you feel better for not doing it. And you're like, I can't believe you did that. Make them feel worse about themselves so you feel better. You guys are good at that. You do that to me every day. We never do that. That actually uh, is a marker of low self-esteem, and if there's anything, Dubs and I have a high self-esteem. Well, J-Dubs, we are out here at the TD Waterhouse. Here's what we'd like to do. Yeah. We would like to go inside. I have my cell phone, so I will still participate. But just on myself. How about this, El Jefe? Um, you go in there, enjoy what's going on, uh, see what's going on, and if I have any questions for you about uh, the show or just the atmosphere, I'll, uh, I'll give you a call and we'll uh, put you up. All right, let's go. Cool. Because there's actually starting to be some lightning around here, and they're trying to make us take down this thing. Oh, really? Well, it is Florida, and it is uh, right around that time where it hey, did you pours see, every day. Did you see that on Sunday where it was between the hours of like 2 and 6 o'clock, there were 6,000 lightning strikes well, the, the in odd, central Florida? The odd thing about the lightning there was that uh, I saw some that went straight across the sky. It didn't hit the ground. Usually, I, I think it has to touch ground somewhere, lightning does, but I just saw it go directly horizontal, which really was odd to me. It was like jumping from uh, cloud to cloud. It was like, that's like Ghostbusters. That's yeah. like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man's about to start running through uh, Church Street. Or uh, like uh, Child's Play when he's doing the whole voodoo thing and going right. into the doll. Exactly. Well, uh, we will holler at you, boys. We're going to head inside. 
the Mars Volta about to hit the stage. System of a Down at 9 o'clock. We'd like to thank everybody at the TD Waterhouse and System of a Down. Also want to thank you guys for holding down the fort back there. Yeah, let's get out of here. There's a big-ass bolt. We're standing right next to this damn Marty. <laughs> and I'm a monk! Oh, we're going to go on. Right on. Have fun out there, and uh, I'll see you guys out there around quarter after 9. 5,000. 5,000. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Matt Albert called that the Big Al and Bigger Al show. It's fitting. <laughs> it is the hideout. El Jefe and J-Dubs. El Jefe will be inside TD Waterhouse hanging out. Look for him. He's the guy with the big, long goatee. Talking and, about uh, fried foods. Yeah. <laughs> for some reason, whenever he makes like a uh, verbal error, it always has something to do with uh, fries or frying. Freudian slip. That's what he's thinking about. It did uh, that did sound kind of odd out there. I, we, I even typed that to you while they were on, and they mentioned that how windy it was out there. I meant I said that uh, it sounded like they were doing the show while they were skydiving. Which, that, that would have been interesting if they could do that. Well, you should look into a, that. It's going to be a one-minute show. Well, you, then you go up and you do another. You, maybe you just uh, you know pre-record the whole show. You just do like you know like a hundred jumps. Every time you just pick it up from where you left off when you landed. That's kind of risky, though, because isn't the odds like 1 in 100? What? Is it? The chute doesn't open like 1 in 100 times, maybe? That can't be, it can't be that high. I mean, that low. I, I, you would hear a lot more people dying from uh, skydiving. So it's higher than that. Yeah, it has to be maybe 1 in, in like 100,000. It has to be somewhere up there because you never really hear about people not having the chute open. Not to be a nerd, but if it's 1 in 1,000, you do... 1 in 100,000. Okay, and you do 100 jumps. That then it's 1 in 1,000. You, you, of course, every time you do it, the uh, odds get greater. See, I'm this, not doing it. This makes me mad because this is something I wanted to do. This and surfing, and now I'm refusing to go surfing because of all the goddamn shark attacks every three weeks. Well, you just be careful on where you go. Well, you just punch the shark in the nose. That's not it's really a big side. deal. Yeah, well, if I don't see him coming... Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> um, You know what you can do if you're that much of a wimp? You can go to the uh, fake skydiving place. Or the... Fake skydiving place. Or one of those uh, wave pools and try your surfing. I was looking around for information on that, and I never found any. There has to be some around here, but maybe not. People say it, there is, but I haven't seen any. Plus, I think sometimes it's really expensive, and I don't really feel like paying that much money for surfing. I, you have to get the equipment anyway, don't you? Damn it. Yeah. That's going to cost you a good couple hundred right there. Well, my big salary. I should uh, oh, be yeah, no you're problem. Fine. You're fine. You're rolling in it. Yeah, really. It always makes me mad when I hear other radio people talk about how little they make. I'm like, What? I know what you're making. No lie. <laughs> all of us are underpaid. I'm taking the T.O. approach to this. You're going to see me protesting all this, uh, doing sit-ups on my lawn tomorrow. <laughs> Just say no comment. Release me. No comment. That's what I do. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. It is the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back to the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. El Jefe and J-Dubs. El Jefe is out of the TD Waterhouse. He is actually inside the TD Waterhouse now, enjoying the Mars Volta. Me, Darone, uh, Bateman, and somewhere Putin's running around. The gang. Yeah, the gang are uh, hanging out here in studio until 9 o'clock. And then uh, I think uh, 
Bateman's going to leave a little earlier. Me and uh, Darone are going to be here till nine o'clock, and, and I'll be uh, here till eleven. Oh yeah, you got to run their best up. So no, it's a mixed tape. I Whatever. actually think I'm just going to host it myself until eleven. That's if fine. you want to, I don't care. I, you can do whatever you want. Are we still being rated? What? Like with ratings? Don't worry. The when I make the ratings go up, we won't count that against you. Wait, we there's ratings and apparently I've never worried about them. Obviously, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. Next week, Wednesday, Chunks is going to try to do fifty hours of video games nonstop. A marathon over at Mega Games. That's on the corner of 1792 and 436. There's an Albertsons over there. It's right next to it in the little uh, mini mall. Are you sure it's an Albertsons? Because on the copy Chunks wrote, it says Albertons. I think that's like the Latino version of Albertsons. Oh. Maybe half they wrote it there. Yeah. There's a, huh. I think they sell more of those kinds of Here, let me Here, let me read this. Chunks 50-hour video game marathon challenge at Mega Games. Go see Chunks at the Mega Games at the corner of 436 and University Drive next to the Albertans for the Chunks Video Game Marathon Challenge. Chunks will be attempting to stay up for 50 hours playing video games and not die. Go see Chunks and challenge them to a game. <laughs> Can Mega you put game... his own name in here enough? <laughs> Mega Games is the only 24-hour gaming place in the area. They have Xbox and PC gaming available. For more information, call Chunks at 703... Oh, whoops. No. Call Mega Games at 407-657-8358. Rick, Rick, you're in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Hey, what's it going on, guys? How's it going, bro? you guys are being a little too easy on them. I've done 72 hours. No breaks? No breaks. I had food, I had my Mountain Dew, and I was just going to town. Now, uh, what this stems from was there was a story over in one of the Koreas, I'm not sure which one, uh, where a guy died from playing 49 hours straight, I guess his heart burst or something. He uh, died of a heart attack or some kind of stroke after playing 49 hours straight of video games. And wow. we're just <laughs> we're just putting... Uh, uh, 50 hours on there to beat him. He's allowed to go until he can't go no more. 50 uh, hour, 50 hours is the point where we're impressed. Uh, Anytime before that, it's kind of shady. Uh, I know okay. I've I know I've done just on a whim uh, at least 20 hours. Well, that's easy. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean that's just you know. Uh, that's like Christmas a warm- vacation or it's something. It's a warm up. Yeah. Yeah, that's a warm up. <laughs> I played uh, Final Fantasy 10 for about 72 hours before I took a break. Now, I'm going to say this right now. You sound like you have everything going for you. You sound like, you know, you're a well-put-together guy. Uh, do you do all kinds of games or just like the Final Fantasy uh, quest games? Role-playing games. Yeah. Oh, I play all. I play first-person shooters, adventures, uh, role-playing, fantasy. I play all types. I haven't had cable in six years, so my friend, I, I always uh, play games. My friend uh, uh, was online playing Final Fantasy, and he actually picked up a chick off there. Does that happen a lot? Um, Occasionally. No. Occasionally. He lives in Michigan. He had to drive all the way to Indiana to get laid by this chick who was playing <laughs> Final Fantasy. Now, did they do it in the uh, in a turn sequence like you would in Final Fantasy, where only one person can do something at a time? Interesting. You know what I'm talking about? No, I don't, but... In Final Fantasy, I hear, I don't play it. Only, like, if I'm doing something, you can't be. So right. I'm curious if the bedroom activity is the same way. That might be. 
I'm I don't sure. I know what I'm talking about anymore. I'm not sure if uh, you know if it goes that far. Role but playing game is for idiots and losers. Are uh, role are role playing uh, things in the bedroom still big? Uh, I don't know. It's something I've never got. I bring into. my PS2 in with me every time. No, not not playing a role playing game, but actually having <laughs> people dress up or. I don't know. I never liked that either. Yeah, I've never gotten into that. I don't, it seems way too fake for me, and I'd rather just close my eyes and think of something. Yeah, and uh, and have her not know what I'm thinking about. I mean, I, I I never understood what you took it so far as to dress up and then go pick each other up at a bar. You know, you like meet up and you're like, well, so what's your name? We had a bunch of LARPers in the studio out in Washington D.C. and they uh, live action role playing or whatever, where they go out and uh, you know have their whole little secret world of. Uh, I don't know what kind they were. Fantastic insanity. I think they were uh, medieval times or something. And people would get laid all the time, LARPing. What? But they would be in character, and that was just their character. So does that count then? It doesn't doesn't like... so could I go have sex with like 18 different girls and they can't get mad because I was playing a role? Exactly. That's what goes on out there because outside of there, they won't sleep with you. But when they're in that LARPing, they will, uh, you know, spread. But are the diseases still real? The diseases are very real. What a bunch of goddamn whores. I guess uh, it's fairly common, though. Who? I've never met anyone who does this. Uh, Never, you, other than like those people you guys had in studio yeah. back in D.C. Well, the funny thing about it, uh, when they came in studio, it took us about four or five months to get them to come in because they were sure that we were just uh, doing it to goof on them. And we were seriously interested in what this whole thing is because we heard about this kind of stuff where they become different people during these things and actually take that life and make it their own. And not really accept the responsibilities personally that go along with them. I was hoping you were going to seal the studio shut that night and just leave them in there to die. Make it the it came close place. because they, they went into their characters and no one had any idea what they were talking about. They actually were in character like they were getting uh, 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 interviewed as their characters as like uh, a vampire or something like that. How did they decide, like, what character they were playing? Did they pick no. it out of a hat or something? No, they go in there, and they decide what they want to be when they go in there. I think it's kind of like when you go fill out, like, a job application. Like, you list your skills. Yeah. And, and they say, all right, you can either choose between, you know... I don't have any good skills. Either fireman or police officer is what the average person gets. This person got, you know, it's like werewolf that, or vampire. Yeah, it's like that test you take in school, what uh, group they put you in, and what you're going to be when you grow up. The male enough, one? I was a laborer. They said I had no other skills than carrying rocks and doing masonry. Everyone was always like a police officer. Not far from the truth. I think mine said um, park ranger. (laughs) How many park rangers are there in the world? I don't know. Uh, The only one I've ever seen is on Yogi Bear. That's an odd thing to be uh, labeled as out of a test. You're right. Everyone gets the park ranger because you put like you like the outdoors, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's because I didn't want a desk job. I like uh, I like animals. I like the outdoors, and I like. Showing people. Yeah, Yeah. park ranger, perfect. (laughs) Do you want to cut down all the trees? No, park ranger. Yes. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Me, J-Dubs, I'm in studio. Jefe's out of the TD Waterhouse. He is? Yeah, enjoying the uh, show right now. Mars Volta's on stage, and uh, System of a Down will be coming on right around 9. It is the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. So does Putin. 
some dudes here to go with them, I, uh, which I'm happy I, about. That's who I was talking about. It was, Putin, ah. was Putin's date. I'm uh, I'm happy to see he's finally found someone to replace Crazy Eyes. Just substitute, not replace. Not that shallow. Little filler. So uh, are you excited to see System of a Down? Putin? I am, sir. Have you ever seen him before? No, I have uh, not. In the voice, please. No, I have not, sir. In the voice. <laughs> no, I have not, sir. Only Tool have I seen. You've only been to one concert? No. That's just when he looks in the mirror. When I was ten, I went to see Sting. So you saw Sting when you were ten, and Tool when you were an adult. And, and very, that's it. No, various like little shows at like the social and stuff like that. Yeah, so you've seen like the local shows yeah. and that kind of stuff, but you've never been to like these big venue shows. Oh wait, no, I saw Radiohead at oh. uh, the Sound Advice Amphitheater in West Palm. But you aren't a big concert goer then. No, they make me very anxious, and sometimes it's hard to enjoy myself. Did uh, Putin just pull a Don Vito and like pass the pass the phone to someone else? I think so. You can't two voices. Yeah, you can't just switch voice mid conversation. You tell me <laughs> See, I, all the time. I didn't. I didn't even notice. Like the listeners have no idea who's talking all of a sudden. So start back where you left off with the voice. But, mm, I don't remember where I left off. Why are you confusing me? Why are you confusing me, sir? That's a legitimate question. Where's the answer? So the, when you were, uh, you say you get anxious at concerts. Correct? Yes, sir. Are you a big person with, like, the claustrophobic stuff? Yes, and crowds. Enough of the voice. I right. really can't handle it All anymore. Right. Thank you. And crowds. I, it's just a whole big mess of things to deal with. Yeah, I mean, like, whenever I'm anywhere, like, uh, the worst time I ever had it, I was uh, whacked out on shrooms. That pr- probably was part of the problem. But I went to the uh, Melon Fest over at a Deja Vu in Michigan, and it was their biggest night of the year. So there's actually a line to get into the strip club with people waiting. I was paying 20 bucks a pop to sit down so I, I could uh, have a lap dance or something. I wasn't even interested in the lap dance at all. I just needed a place to sit because I was in the corner for so long, I was frozen like this, like I was in uh, a steel suit, and I couldn't move. And the funny thing about that, I was paying this one chick uh, like 20 bucks for a lap dance. I ended up dropping like 200 in an hour. Because I just wanted to sit down for an hour. Lap and dance is only twenty bucks a pop. Yeah, usually. I thought they were like you know a hundred. No, lap dance know. is usually about twenty bucks. If you're paying a hundred, you better get something out of it. Yeah, those aren't lap dances. They're actually going home with the girls. Yeah, that's finish. You know, that better be like uh, like uh, some long song. Yeah, apparently this day charges a hundred, so I'm screwed. But uh, when I was there, uh, I was getting this lap dance from this girl, and I kept on getting the same girl to give me the lap dance because I felt comfortable with her and I was all messed up. So I needed something normal, and this girl was just comfortable with me. About a year and a half later, I'm uh, working at a radio station out there, and this girl walks by, a new sales girl, and I thought I recognized her, and she thought she recognized me, which shows you how pathetic I am because this girl... Used to, it was the girl giving me all those lap dances at the uh, Deja Vu, and now I had to work side-by-side side with her uh, at the radio station as she was a sales girl. I used to be a uh, VIP member at this place, and all the girls knew my name. And if you ever reach that point where you're walking around 
like a Walmart or something and a stripper sees you and recognizes you from her work, it's probably time to reevaluate what you're spending your money on and what you're doing with your time. Yeah, but aren't there benefits to being that close with them? No, no. Uh, when you get to that uh, pathetic level, they usually... You almost said Putin when you were about to say pathetic, yes, didn't you? Yes, yes. The Putin level. I'm going to call it from that, that from now on. Like, the lowest common denominator is Putin. Whenever you get to Putin level, uh, the girls know you're guaranteed money. They know how much money you normally bring in, and they know when to stop bothering you because they see that you have nothing left. Usually with me, it's about 140 bucks, and they knew after that uh, he probably doesn't have anything left, so I won't even ask him if he wants to dance. <laughs> that is cunning. That is, yeah, that, these strippers are actually kind of smart. They're not women. They're sharks. Yeah. I mean, they, they can smell it. They know where the money is. Uh, if you're a young guy and you go into a strip club, you will not get like as much attention as when you are an older dude. Definitely the older dudes always had four or five chicks all over them. Only thing they'd come over me for is either, you know, to get their $1 for the face in the happy place or a cigarette. So basically you're telling the young American males that there is a plus side to getting old. Yeah, definitely. Uh, except for they, they'll they soak more out of you, you know, and they'll give you a fake phone number because, uh, you, you, like, they know you're right in the middle of spending a, a boatload of money. So if they give you the phone number, they're going to get more dances from you. Uh, you're going to get more dances from them because you think you have a chance of going home with her sometime, and you just want to keep on impressing her. I tell you what, I've uh, I've been to my show. <laughs> I was going to say clubs. you've got that down to a science. You yeah. need to write a book or something. How to survive strip clubs? I yeah. I mean, I've never really been, but I mean, I I want to read the book if I ever choose to go. Well, what I'm going to try to survive tonight is uh, System of a Down at the TD Waterhouse. They're going on in about three or four minutes, so I'm going to take off, get out of here, head down to the TD Waterhouse, enjoy the show. You guys enjoy mixtapes hosted by Deuce Childerone. That should be uh, interesting. I think I'm just going to host. I'm going to take calls and everything. That's fine. If you want to do that, you can do whatever you want to do. You have a completely open two hours here. Just don't step on Hendry. 407-916-1041, Keep douche chill their own uh, company. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Welcome to the Hideout Mixtape. This is Darone. The Hefe, J-Dubs, and the gang are out at the TD Waterhouse watching the System of a Down show. They left me here. So we're going to do a Hideout Mixtape. Or maybe I'm going to go on for a half hour or so. No, I think we'll do a Hideout Mixtape. We'll go ahead and get right into this. First segment, we've got Hefe's Heartbreak. I guess a girl or maybe a boy, I'm not exactly sure, is going to break Hefe's heart. Here we go, Hideout Mixtape. Very bad week for me, J-Dubs. Yeah. I caught the bronchitis, so I'm sick all week for my birthday. Well, whatever, it happens. You know, that kind of stuff happens. And um, on my birthday, I get a call. And I talked about the situation before. I've talked about the situation where I have this relationship with a chick that I've known since, like, the sixth grade, who we were best friends, and she was one of the very first chicks that ever said, I don't want to go out with you. 
I want to be, you know, we have a, such a great friendship that I don't want to ruin that by taking it to another level. And so, you know how you are when you're a guy or whatever. The chick's very hot. She's very cool. You think she's the perfect one. So you always keep that relationship alive with the hopes. With the hopes that at some point she will come around and see the error of her ways so that you guys can finally hook up and it can be the magic that you always imagined it. All right, all right, how long ago was this that you last saw her in person? I last saw her... About a year or two ago. A year or two ago, and uh, how? I, all right. She lives in Texas. Sorry. We we went to we went to hold on. We went to high school together. That's fine. We went to Texas Tech University together. All right. So the last time we saw her, and actually maybe a day to day type basis, was back when you were in college. Yes. And you still? I only saw her maybe like twice, three times a semester. Heard too much. She didn't want to be with me. She was one of these two. Saved herself for marriage. So you keep a relationship going with a girl that lives half the country away and you haven't seen her what she looks like who she is anymore and you still have these hopes these dreams of rekindling some half-assed middle school relationship it was more than that we were very good friends in high school and it kind of tapered off in college but you got it here's the thing man it's like if you're a salesperson and, you know, you go on the sale and they say, no, but you know this is going to be a great client for not only you, but the hideout or the station. You still do that occasional call every two to three months just to make sure everything's okay, make sure everybody's all right, just to remind them you're still out there. That's business. No, it's not business. It's not being able to close the deal and just give up when it's a lost cause. If if the if the client does not want to spend money with you for so many years. So we years, shouldn't have a space program? No. What? <laughs> Why should we have a space program? What, what's, the, what's the point of a space program so, right now? So all of the explorers that maybe died on their way, nobody else should have gone. We should have all given up. You're a quitter, J-Dub. I'm not a quitter. That I, says exactly what you are, that you're a quitter. I, I'm not a quitter. I am a person who can rationalize when something's worth it. I think at the same time, too, you need to be the kind of person who stays on top of these things, who keeps options open, who keeps the you know the doors of communication open. So we have this thing now, since we're out of college, that we don't really call each other unless it's on our birthday. And we always call each other on our birthday. You're such a mo. What, <laughs> what, do, you, what do you guys say to each other? Well, here's the voicemail. I got the voicemail. Next but, message from Amy. Received February 10th. At 4.55 no p.m. Hot. Hey, it's Amy. I just wanted to call and wish you a happy birthday and let you know that I'm thinking about you. I sent you an email, but it came back to me. I don't know what, if your email address has changed or what. So um, just want to let you know I'm thinking about you. Have a wonderful birthday. Talk to you later. Wait, wait, wait. wait. To send wait, wait, a reply wait. message, press 2. To erase, press 7. Go ahead and talk. You can turn that down. To say, she sent you an email first because she didn't want to make the call. She's trying to taper this off very slowly, and your email, she didn't want to freak you out and have you go hang yourself because you're so caught up on this this high school romance. All right, well, we were, it, wasn't, I, she, it wasn't even a romance. We were friends. Right now, she's trying to taper this thing off by just sending you an email this year. That's what she's trying to do. But if you listen to her in her voice, <laughs> she's thinking about me. No, she she says she's thinking about you because she knows you're going to shoot yourself in your stupid face if she doesn't say that. Well, here's the thing. She's married now. Then she, what are you doing? She's married. I'm divorced. She called me. Because, we, because you guys have some kind of 
tradition where you guys call each other and you guys don't even know each other anymore. You don't know who this girl is. She don't know who you are. You are probably a totally different person than you were in high school, and she's probably a totally different person because she's married now, so that proves that she's a totally different person. Somebody please back me up on this. And here's the other thing I'd like to say, too. What back if you up on what? On your, on your sick, psycho, uh, just obsession? That they, the, the keeping the lines of communication open. Back me up on that. Those should be closed after she gets married. We're still friends. We were never romantic. We're friends. But you want romance out of it. But I'm not pushing it. I just give her a call on her birthday and she calls me back. Play it again. Listen to how bad she wants it. <laughs> Next message from Amy. Received February 10th at 4. 55 p.m. Hey, this is Amy. I just wanted to call and wish you a happy birthday and let you know that I'm thinking about you. Thinking about me. I tried me. to send you an email, but it came back to me. I don't know if your email address has changed or what. So um, just want to let you know I'm thinking about you. Have a wonderful birthday. Thinking Hold about me. Hold on. There, that message had no content at all in it. She didn't say anything but I miss you and I tried to email you. That is it. What what she's probably emailing you is, hey, I miss you. Happy birthday. That There's no content there because she has nothing to talk to you about anymore because she's married and she is over whatever you think you guys might have had. You know, at the same time, she doesn't mention anything about calling me back, does she? No. You, you didn't ever, ever talk to her? No, I didn't call, I never, I didn't call her back, though. Because here's the thing. I want to get out of this. I, I, stop. But do I just not call her on her birthday? Exactly. But then, here's the thing, she's going to, why didn't you call me? And she eventually I'm going to talk to her again, why did you stop calling me? Oh, because you got married? No, you just say, oh, I forgot, I'm sorry. You play it cool. But then I always look like I was always trying to get something going on with her. No, you don't, you just say, I forgot about your birthday. It's been how many years since we've hung out? I forgot. But I Sue me. I've never forgotten, though, we were supposed to be that close. But I was you only that close because I was close. because I was only that close because I wanted to be with her. I don't. I mean, all right. You know what? Maybe I won't call her back. Don't. I did email her. She when? Had, well, after she said my email didn't work. What did you say in your email? Hey, you know, thanks for you know for the call or whatever. No content. You guys have nothing to talk about. Well, we do, but you know, she's in like Texas what? now. What are you guys gonna talk about? Old high school memories. No, we like to see how each other are doing. That's the kind of situation we have. That's the kind of uh, relationship we have. Just go on classmates.com and relive all your funny little memories you had over at South Grand Prairie. Uh, here's the other thing. You know, Bateman got me the subscription to classmates.com. Worst thing that could have ever happened. So this Amy, you know, she's married. She's a good Christian girl. She saved herself till marriage. She's, I'm done. There's no way I'm getting, you know, there's no way I'm getting that. Well, since I'm separated, what I like to do first before I go testing out anything new is maybe go back to the old ones. Maybe that could be a little bit easier because you know you already had some. Very first uh, girlfriend ever. Um, I'm disappointed. I want to relate to the story to you in a second. Okay. All right. Janet, welcome to the hideout. Hey. Um, I just wanted to say that I think J-Dubs is an idiot. I think he's very jealous of you because how am I jealous of? He's always putting you down. He's always putting and me down. He I just, cuts me. I just think you're romantic. You're sweet. 
a romantic. Yes. Have you ever seen the guy? Agreed. You would totally disagree once you see him. For, for women's <laughs> wait, wait a you, second. I, Let Janet talk. Sweetheart, I just think you are, and, and Dubs is like ignorant, and he's jealous of you. What do you think? And that's it, why he's putting you down. Do you think and that's why you're alone listening to radio tonight. Dubs. Because you're so bright. Janet, hold on one second. Dubs, I'm going to ask you to stop. No, don't ask me to stop. You just shut up. You have your little conversation with Janet because you guys are so close now. Why don't you call her on her birthday? Janet, when's your birthday? Jerk. When's your birthday, Janet? Janet? You're a whore. Dubs, I'm serious, oh, man. I I'm am tr- no whore. And no, you're not, Janet. You're a nice person. You're <laughs> you, a person that you can... Found, you found one person who'll cop and grew with you, and you latch on to him. Janet can recognize. November. Birthday? Yes. So is this girl's. What, what birthday? What day? November 5th. All right, the other one's the 22nd. I'll have to remember. November's the big day. Janet, how old are you? I'm 23. Janet, congratulations. Next Saturday night, I'd love to meet you at our live broadcast, Tequila Beach. Yeah, I'd love to meet you, too. Oh, that'd be awesome. Can you make it? Yeah, you are on the of list. Of course you can. You have nothing hey. on the schedule. Dog. <laughs> Nothing's on the plate for this girl. I know this girl. I, I've seen a million of them. I've seen a million of them. Nothing's on the schedule for her. And here's the thing, I'm Janet. Jealous? Janet, I'm going to keep yeah. you away from Of what? An, uh, uh, an hey. empty schedule? Yeah, that would be good. That would be good. I'm going to keep you. And you know what, Dubs? You have to hurt him. I talk to a lot of people in this instant messenger who say they are afraid to call in because of you. I don't care. Because of you giving them a tongue lashing. Janet has been so kind. You obviously have made your points. Somebody wants to back me up and not call me a sicko retard. Somebody wants to call me a romantic. And, Janet, I appreciate that. We'll see you next Saturday night, Mardi Gras, Tequila Beach. I'll be there. Bring a friend, and not a male friend, because I'm really interested. Hold on. You won't be when you see her. (laughs) Why are you being like that? Uh, Why did you even ask her if she had something to do that day? You knew it was open. She sounded like she's a busy lady. Yeah. (laughs) Scott, welcome to the hideout. Man, I never thought I'd say this, but I gotta completely stick up for Dubs. Thank you. How? Just, now, why? Why do you say you never do that? Because you're a uh, retard. I just never thought I'd 100% agree with any of you guys. I've been listening for a few months, and I, you know, I find it amusing, entertaining. Thank you. But, Thank uh, you. Glowing review. <laughs> and when you're done, you're done, and you roll over and you crash. Um, and, that's a bummer. And that's the other thing too. I mean, there are plenty out there, but you also got to realize that I'm sort of a pack rat. I like to hold on to things, memories. I, I, that's something. Uh, memories are fine. You can keep the memories all you like, but you got to cut loose these these almost obsessive, weird relationships. High school girls got to go. Yeah, <laughs> never. All right, thank you, Scott. All right, here's the other thing I got on this. So I know we got to take a commercial break. We got all that kind of stuff that we need to do. But here's one last thing. All right, I, I want to bitch to uh, to um, Bateman in the back real quick because there's one guy up there that had my back and one girl up there that had your back, and it said take this call on the girl that had your back. Like when you, I don't even know what you're talking about. I can see the screen from here. I'm the like, audience doesn't know what you're referring to. I have no clue as to what you're saying. Um, here's the thing. So I was talking oh, about. Okay, I can deal with that. I was talking about. Uh, I was talking about the classmate subscription. All right? So I got the classmates.com uh, subscription. And before I got married, there were only two chicks that I was really ever infatuated with and really, really, really liked. Like I don't like too many girls because I got to collect. I got to connect with them on another level. It's not just about sex for me. I like to be able to have someone I can carry on a conversation with. I like to, you know, I treat women as equals. I like women to be my best friends before we start making love with each other. <laughs> You're such a pansy. So, so because of that, all right, Amy's out of the picture. So I move over to Becky. Becky was my original, my original girlfriend in the sixth grade. 
like the, one of the, the, six, the, six the original crushes. All right, wait, wait, wait. I knew her all the way through high school again. I have, I have just one real quick question I need to throw out at you. All right, you have these girls. Can that, I tell this? No, story? please, please, just one thing. You cut me off every day. Let me cut you off just once. All right, you have a girl that you were in love with in sixth grade. Am I not sick? Why is he hold yelling on. at me? Hold on, hold it's on. My dad again. Hold on. Go ahead. All right, you have a girl you were in love with in sixth grade. Whenever eighth you, grade. Eighth grade. Whenever you run one off, do you think of her like as she was in eighth grade? No. No? No. I, I just want to know if it's just from memories or... No, I imagine what she'd be like if she were older. Okay. I, I know we're in high school, too. All right. I, Is that wrong? Is that wrong to punch it to someone that you like knew in high school? Because you're not thinking, oh, she's a 16-year-old. You're thinking, hey, I was a, a high school. Let me tell this story. Okay, I just want to know. So I get this classmate subscription. Sixth, high school's not bad, but if you go back to sixth grade, then you're getting a little creepy. Okay, I can agree with you on that. So I get the subscription. And I'm looking her up, and I can't find her anywhere. She ended up leaving my school. She was my, before even Amy, she was my original crush. First love. I think women can respect that, Janet. So it's this. It's this. It goes like this, Dubs. So I can't find her, but I find her brother on the classmates thing. So I email her brother. I'm like, hey, I'm trying to get in touch with Rebecca. Can you please pass along my info? So, you know, I didn't hear anything from him. You know, I'm thinking it's, you know, subscriptions shut down, whatever. Well, I end up getting an email this week. Weirdo. And so, in, in the, in the, in the headline, it says, from Rebecca, but you know where the name is, like whenever you get an email from somebody, it either Mm. says, you know, their uh, name. Yeah, their name or something. Automatically in the name section, Rebecca or Greg. I'm like, oh, this can't be good. So I open up the email, and it's, hey, Hefe, for these purposes, you know, three exclamation points, by the way. Oh, my God, I can't believe you even remember me. How are you doing? It's so great to hear from you. You know why she can't believe you remember? Because it's just, you know, you you tend to forget about these people, and that's a healthy thing to do. And so... Anyway, she goes on to say she's married. Now, like I told you, being married isn't that big a deal. I've been married. It's, these things, they, they happen. Some only last 55 hours. Some last five years. They happen. Marriage, You're acting like they're herpes. Marriage is in. Uh, I'll tell you, herpes sticks with you for life. Marriage usually doesn't. True. So, and then it reads on, I have a 17-month-old baby. Hot. And I was like, wow. Not only did she meet somebody else, she banged him. <laughs> If, yeah, if she married him. She's probably banged him, and so has that little Amy girl or whoever left a message. She's probably banged her fiance. She banged him, and so that just drives me crazy. This Amy chick, I knew she was a good chick. She was a virgin till she got married. You know, whatever. How do you know she was a virgin till she got married? I knew. Trust me. No, I knew. You go, you go to college. You go out of college. Good Christian girl, <laughs> kind of girl that I'm into. The lady with morals. A good Christian girl. And do you believe in God? No, but I like and my that... woman too, so she doesn't spread it all the time. What's wrong with that? <laughs> so, I'm just saying, this has been a tough week for me. I've been sick, and I've been heartbroken from the two only other chicks besides my wife that I ever really wanted to be with. And what is Dubs going to do? He's going to call me creepy. I tell you, I'm not going to get a hold of anybody else from now on. That's it, that's it Dubs. That's all we got. I could just see you going back to your high school 
wearing some kind of long coat and flashing everybody because you lose it. You just you have this sick obsession with high school and you just lose it one of these days. Go back to Grand Prairie High and show South up. Grand Prairie High School. Okay, you, you Carrie go, Wood went okay. to uh, Grand Prairie High School. Carrie Wood, the famous baseball player who I played against. Okay, he you go to back to South of. Prairie High School. South Grand Prairie. South Grand Prairie High School. That's great, ass white. Who cares? You go there and you show everybody, Mister Little. South Grand Prairie High. I could just see you going over a flash and all the four. I was most talented, starting varsity catcher, lead actor. And no one cares to get a hold of you. Nobody emails me back from classmates. Not a single person. <laughs> How Not does a... that feel? <sighs> Feels like I feel now. Sick. I'm disgusted with myself. All right, let's take <laughs> a break. There... Hey, happy Valentine's Day. There it is. You think you're sad? You're listening to the radio? You ain't got nothing on me. Going home with bronchitis. To watch Tasty Teen 7. Again. I don't think that's a bad night. <laughs> Again. I don't think I didn't do that as soon as I woke up, too. I was feeling like a champion this morning. Now I feel like ass. Alright, we're way late on the commercial break. Alright, you're listening to the Hideout Mixtape. Daron here. Go ahead and get right into this next segment. Uh... Dubs and Hefe's friend, a bi-curious BJ, apparently he likes to date a specific kind of woman. So we'll go ahead and we'll get right into that. Now, last time we talked to bi-curious BJ, in fact, he was having phone sex with his toothless girlfriend in Arkansas. How did that end up going? Wasn't she coming up to Michigan to visit you, too? Oh, yeah, she came up, like, two days later. And how'd it go? Yeah, it, went, it went just fine. Did Everything you, worked out, went good. Did you hit it like a caveman? Yeah, you know I did. Shoot. <laughs> yeah. You're, that's all you are, is a caveman. I'm a cave. I'm a small caveman. So what's a... Uh, oh, go ahead, Doug. Go through the whole bit. Hmm? BJ, uh, go through I, the whole caveman. I'm, a, I'm just a simple caveman. Your world frightens and scares me. What the... Yo... Yeah? My phone cut out. Sorry oh, about that. Okay. Do the caveman bit. What? It's from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Do man. it. Do it. He loses some of my voicemail all the time. All right. I, I, well, all right. Do, you're doing your impression of your voicemail, and then I'll leave a message. Hi, this hey, you've reached J-Dubs. Leave a message. 703-86. What that? Hey, J-Dubs. This is uh, BJ. Give me a call, all right? Uh, I'll talk to you later. But, but what would I know? I'm just a simple caveman. Your world scares me. I mean, that looks like a fax machine, but, you know, what do I know? That could just jump up and eat me. What do I know? I'm just a simple caveman. Not funny at all. <laughs> it's hilarious when you just get it out of the voicemail. No, I have no idea. You guys are retarded. <laughs> <laughs> God, all that for that? Yeah, I know. All right, what's your story, asswipe? You want the, uh, the, the date story or the wheelchair story? Uh, both. Start with the date story. Well, the wheelchair story is why I called him the other time. Okay, give us both of these. Well, okay, all right. Wheelchair story. Well, I went to the, I went to the, I went to a bar in Michigan, in Lansing, Michigan, and it's called the Nut House. <laughs> and I, uh, I, I, I'm walking by, and, and some girl randomly goes, "Hey," and I turn and look. I'm like, "Hey, what's up?" And she's like, "Hey, how you doing?" And uh, you gotta understand, and you two know me, but. For your listeners, they got to understand. 
I'm chubby and have red hair. Girls don't just say hey to, to a random guy at, at, to me at the bar. Look like a so shrunken, have, fat Conan O'Brien. Yeah, girls don't just say hey to me at the bar. So I turn, I'm like, well, hey, what's up? So, of course, she's immediately got my attention. So I go over, and she's sitting at the table, and I go over and sit down next door. Anyways, to make a long story short, we talk all night, and she gives me her phone number. So I call her, and we talk on and off, I'd say, for a good month. Nice. For a good month. So she invites me over. You follow me? Yeah, we're getting you. Keep on going. So she invites me over, and I go over there, and she's at an apartment complex, and I ring the buzzer, and uh, all of a sudden I just see her rolling down the hall in a wheelchair. (laughs) Now, the first thing I'm thinking is, wait a minute, this girl is in a wheelchair? She never mentioned a wheelchair. But here she comes, nevertheless, in a wheelchair. So I'm thinking, well, maybe she, like, broke an ankle, you know? Well, so we go in, and I don't I don't mention the wheelchair. It's like, I mean, you can tension, you can cut the tension with a, with a knife. And I'm thinking, and I can't be like, so, what's up with the wheelchair? <laughs> you know, I can't just be like, so, uh, so, hey, yeah, it's pretty warm in here, by the way. What's up with the chair? <laughs> so, so... I'm just playing it like I totally don't see her sitting in a steel chair rolling around. So anyways, after a while, she says something along the lines of, uh, yeah, she brings up the, the fact that she's got cerebral palsy. Oh. I'm like, well, wait a minute. What the heck? And so I start thinking, so, so I start thinking back to the bar. I'm like, wait a minute. I talked to this girl all night at the bar. What the heck? What the heck? <laughs> well, when I start thinking back, it totally makes sense. The entire time we were talking, she was sitting in a chair. A regular chair. We didn't go out and dance. We didn't. I didn't see her get up to go to the bathroom. She just sat in a in a chair, not a wheelchair, just a normal she chair. Had a bag. <laughs> wow. So you know what I'm thinking right off the top of my head. I'm thinking I never considered myself shallow. But then I hear. But then I take this situation in, into mind, and I think, you know, I was totally into this chick. She was decent looking. She's respectable. But then I, but then I knew she was in a wheelchair, and I wanted nothing to do with her. You're, you're evil. I'm evil. Hey, for, hey, sorry. Yeah. All you wheelchair chicks out there, sorry, I'm not interested. <laughs> sorry. You, you broke a lot of hearts there. I know. I'm now there, there was another wheelchair story that I totally forgot about, but BJ reminded me of today of uh, some chick, cha- uh, some uh, one of Shafee's friends was having, I guess, sex with a wheelchair chick. Uh huh. And, DJ, finish the story for me, because I don't remember it as well. Well, what I remember Shafee saying was that that one of his friends was having sex with a girl who was in a wheelchair, and their mom walked in on him. Well, this girl, the girl who had the wheelchair, his mom walked in on him, and immediately started, immediately started to cuss her out. And I guess the girl it was scared and started rolling away from her mom on the ground. Was rolling away. <laughs> Didn't get a watch. Just started rolling on the ground. Naked. And according to Shakey's friend, it was the most funniest thing he's ever seen in his entire life. It was literal. I wasn't there to see it. Hey, I'm not saying it was funny. I wasn't there to see it. I'm just saying, I'm just telling you what I heard. All right. Yeah, you got to admit, that'd be the funniest thing ever. I'm sorry that when we call BJ, uh, it gets a little bit uh, all over the place, but... There's so many stories with him that I want to get to. By curious, yeah, and I've been drinking tonight. <laughs> By curious, BJ is Dubs' friend, cousin from Fowlerville, and now uh, he just told us the wheelchair stories. Now it's time to tell, I guess, the other story. What happened tonight? He went on a date, 
Uh, BJ, what are you, 24 now, 23? 23. And went on a date with an 18-year-old virgin girl. Couldn't pay for the date, so uh, the uh, virgin girl's like uh, brother-in-law paid for everything, even let BJ borrow the car. <laughs> and how did it go, BJ? Well, it actually started off pretty interesting. I pull up, and I got to pick her up. She lives in Tinky Machine, which isn't too far from here. And I roll up, and I got to pick her up. And you're not going to believe what I, the first thing I see is this. I see her walk to the door and answer the door with a crutch. <laughs> I'm like, what the heck is this? Like, and do I get all the cripples? What the heck? I, I, was, I didn't understand it. She answers the door with a crutch. So, of course, again, I can't just be like, so, what's up with the crutch? <laughs> so we just go out on her date. And now, let me give you a quick uh, description of this girl. She's maybe, maybe, maybe four foot nine. Nice. Easily under 100 pounds. Easily. How do you meet an 18-year-old virgin, BJ? One of my, just a friend of mine said, hey, uh, she's not want to go out with my wife's sister. Okay, all right, so cool, all right. So, so I mean, I'm not gonna turn that down. No, of course not. You're a player. I mean, you got a girlfriend who's out of town in Arkansas, so you can you can play the field. Well, shoot, I don't even. She just considers me her boyfriend. Oh. I only call her my girlfriend because she's on the phone with me at the time. All right. You're... So, anyways, so I go out on a date with her, and it turns out what happens is uh, she's got like this rotation problem with her leg, or like a, a a rotary movement problem with her leg, and so she had hip surgery. So right away, I'm like, man, I'm not going to be able to hit this because she can't spread her legs. <laughs> you know, hey. Yeah. You're I mean, just... I knew she was an 18-year-old virgin. She's Mormon. No, man. She uh, never even kissed a guy before, but, you know, I, I'm not afraid of opening that up. It's just a kiss. So she, uh, so anyway, we go out and it, I played, you gotta, you gotta understand me. Uh, J Dubs will be able to describe it a little better. I can, I can mold the situation. I played the nice guy on the, on the planet Earth. I was like, oh, no, baby, I'm, uh, I'm as cool as a cat. <laughs> I've never smoked. I've never done this. I, I'm also a virgin. <laughs> you know, I just tell her what she wants to hear. Uh, what ends up happening? Well, anyway, I, well, I take her home. At the end of the day, we went to the Outback Steakhouse, and I went to a movie. We actually saw a good movie tonight. What but, movie? Uh, uh, the Forgotten. All right, so you take her to Outback, and you're not even paying? No. I Her, her, her brother-in-law, which the is Outback a friend is of mine, really nice the entire thing. I know. That's, that's high class. So you see a good movie, then what? So I take her home, and, and I, she's, like, she's like, well, hey, you want to come in? And I was like, well, sure, I can come in. So I'm thinking, all right, here we go. All right. So Did you have to fold flyers? And guess, and guess who's waiting up for? Oh, uh, mom. The parents. Yeah. Mom and dad are waiting up for. So I got to meet mom and dad. So again, I got to start BSing. And, You're a virgin. Oh, no, I'm a, I'm a class act guy. I'm respectable folk. So anyways, I uh, I didn't it didn't work out. I didn't get up. <laughs> it's going to take, take a little bit of work, but I'm telling you what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to swallow this chick. All right, how would you expect that you take her to Outback into a movie, you don't even pay, you don't even have a car to drive, and you expect you're going to deflower an 18-year-old virgin? Well, well you, you got to understand something. you got to understand something. What, you're a simple she, caveman? She didn't, she didn't know I didn't pay. She told me that I paid. Kate is in here. He's leaving us. When's your last day in the hideout? Tomorrow night. Really? That's it. God damn. So... You're gone. You're going to jail soon. We're punishing you, though, 
A, because of the fact that you had the opportunity to have sex with a porn star last Thursday and you turned it down. That's one big reason. The the other reasons we really don't like you. So <laughs> so here's the situation, said Kata. You came up with a game or a stunt, if you will, to make everything right, to apologize to the hideout, to apologize to Porno Dan. You wanted to push a marital aid across the floor um, using your your behind yeah. in the crap using position. Your, using your uh, your pillows. In the uh, in the crap position, all right? Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, you know, whatever. That's your way of, you know, doing things. I don't understand it, but fine. Bateman just gave me an interesting idea, too. All right. He has to push the marital aid all the way down to the bathroom with his ass and then push it back with his tongue. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, I like that one. Maybe we can do it at a smaller scale. Not all the way to the bathroom. I, I, How about right this hall right here, back and forth? We can watch it from this window. We can call the play the whole time. All right, so you're gonna push with your with. Are you going? Are you going bare assed? Yes. Bare ass. And then you have to push back with your tongue. Yes. Still bare assed. <laughs> I, I don't like this, man. I do. This is going to be difficult because I had Chipotle earlier. Oh. I think it'll make it more easy. And I don't know how well I did cleaning. <laughs> I think that makes it easier. It makes uh, it... You know what? Fine. Just do it. Do it and get it over with. So he's going to be in the hallway outside of the studio. Yeah, where we can still see him with the window right there. Corolla, you there? Yeah. Or Sandler, whatever we're calling you nowadays? Yeah. Now, all of this is for atonement, J-Dubs. To make everything right in the hideout again. And he also wants NASCAR tickets from AOL for Broadband. Oh, that's right. right, And these are the tickets, the VIP tickets to the Chevy Rock and Roll 400 in Richmond with VIP seating, a full garage tour, and a meet and greet with Johnny Sauter. So here's the situation. He's out there right now. He has uh, bare cheeks, I suppose you could say. And he's going to be pushing in the crab position that down the hall. And then... He will push it back down the hall using his tongue. Are we going to give him a time limit? Um, I think we should. Not, not, we'll give him a generous one. Three minutes? Three and a half. Three and a half minutes. Three and a half minutes. All right. Now, Corolla, you out there? Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm out here. All right. Let me talk to Sid for a second. Is he in the crab position? Unfortunately, he is. <laughs> is he, uh, is he bare-assed? Uh, unfortunately, yeah, he's that as well, and it is one of the most awful sights. Now I've we're ever talking. Seen in my we're, life. we're talking about him going to jail. Is this something? Does he look like the fat white girl? Is this something that he could end up being if he oh, was? Totally, a... totally. When I came out here, he was his pants were down. He was bending over. Now is he tucked as well? <laughs> All right, because I don't want to hear it. They're gonna want that in jail. All right, here we go. Here's the situation. So put the phone up to him real quick. Hey, hey, First of all, I think he's too fat to do the crab position all the way down in less than three and a half minutes. And how far would you say that is, Dub? 10 to 15 feet? Yeah, that's about right. Sid Kate, are you there? Yeah. Do you think you can do this in less than three and a half minutes to go to NASCAR and meet your hero, Johnny Sauter? I'll try. It might take me three and a half hours. All right, it's going to be three and a half minutes. You're going to be starting in 30 seconds. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Wait. I just have a, a little bit better of an idea. All right, what now? All right, it, we're gonna we're gonna shorten this up a little bit, make this a little bit quicker of a thing. He ha- he has to run 
with it tucked, <laughs> you know? Okay. Tucked and, uh, and, uh, clenched. Okay. And then he has to run it, run it back in his mouth. Oh. <laughs> All right, how far? Just back and forth. <laughs> how many laps does he have to do? It's like as if it was erasers. Two laps. Two laps. All right, I like that. You re- you better with that, Cicada? Two laps, and you have two full minutes to do it in. <laughs> don't make him stand up. Is he still doing it in the crab position? Yes. No, no, he's running now. No, he's definitely not in the crab position. He, he gets oh. to stand up and run and do this. All right, he's, he's standing up. He's, but he has, to be, he has to be tucked. Uh, and tucked and clenched. Uh, Alright. Yeah, tucked and clenched. Look, just do it. <laughs> However you want to do it, just do it. I'm disgusted at this point. Get him put his pants on, quick. <laughs> no. Alright. Cicada, here's the thing. He's got to go back and forth in the hallway, which is about 20 feet in under two minutes. Yes. I say this. Under one minute. Under one minute? He's got one minute to do two laps back and forth. In fact, he's got the length. Wait, one the, minute. Of the Jackass song. you got to get back and forth twice. It's a minute and five seconds. You have it clenched one way. Um, you take it out. And then as if it were a straw the other way, and you got to do two laps with that. Okay? All right, clench one mouth the other, then clench mouth. Right, exactly. Yes. Alternating. All right. And you have exactly one minute and five seconds running right. back and forth. And if it falls... You're automatically, you lose 20 seconds. No, he has to go back to the beginning. All right, start all over again. All right, let's go. <laughs> you ready? You excited? Yeah. Hey, and all this because you wouldn't bang a porn star. Have you learned your lesson yet, son? Yes. On your mark? <laughs> I don't think you have. And now we're going to teach you. Get set. Mo! He's oh, running no. now. <laughs> <laughs> It's so disgusting. And now he's going back. He ran down one side of the hall. And now, he's, now it's in his mouth. Now he's got it as if it were a straw. He's only gone for 15 seconds. Yeah, he's going the other way. Unless he drops it, it's going to be over really quick. He's <laughs> <It's> so disgusting. <laughs> he's running back and forth, once clinched, oh, and the other way back. Oh, no. There was, oh, I don't know if I can say it. It, was, it wasn't it. the original color when it was in his Congratulate! All right, oh. all right. It wasn't the original color when we ran back. It was a, uh, it was dirty, if you will. Yeah. All right, Sid, get in here and bring it with you. He did it. I knew he would. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! It's, it's dirty. You really did have Chipotle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Throw that away. Right. How can I use that now? Deep Throat has been revealed. Um, you can go to any website and uh, and see who this. Uh, the Washington Post is confirming that Deep Throat ID. He was a former FBI official. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought it was Paris Hilton. She wasn't even alive during that whole Nixon thing. Oh, this is about Nixon. Yeah. It was the anonymous source who leaked the secrets about the Watergate cover-up to the Post. Wasn't it Bruce Falanche? I thought that was deep throat. No, that was... I, I don't even... Bruce Falanche... Are you talking about the guy that's on Hollywood Square? Yeah. No. I always thought that was him. 
No, this uh, is yeah. This is an FBI official. So hmm. anyway, uh, apparently, this guy's he's 91 years old. Yeah. Deep throat is. Star Jones. I just told you that it's a he, and he's 91. <laughs> and it's not Star Jones then. No. I always thought she was deep throat. She likes food. Yeah. Three feet deep on a sandwich. No, it's not Star Jones. Hmm. Um. Anyway, he was he was the second in command. This guy was the Rock 90- Hudson. Okay, come on. Wasn't you, he? No. That was he. Rock Hudson was not deep throat. He was he was around then. I, I guess he was alive then, but I didn't think he had anything to do with the Nixon administration. Well, I've been lied to. This Fowler education taught me nothing. Is this what you're learning in Fowlerville? Yeah, I heard. Uh, you know, he was deep throat. So anyway, he um he even kept a secret from his family, all the way up to about 2002. I th- I knew it was a secret who Deep Throat was, but I thought we had it narrowed down to the Fab Five. Are you talking about Queer Eye? Yeah. Okay, why? I thought that's what we had it narrowed down to. I thought that's why we gave him a show to figure out who it was. No, I, I don't even. What? Then I'm. T- do you? Are we on the same page? I think so. We're talking about Deep Throat. Yeah, the the source. Of the Watergate scandals for uh, Richard Nixon. I thought it was Roseanne. Roseanne Barr? Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't she? <laughs> I, I, I know she had a... I don't. I guess she was alive then, but she had to be... The real deep throat, you're in the hideout. Hey, guys, it's me, Chunks. <laughs> I'm the real deep throat. Hmm. Didn't see that one coming. I'm a dirty slut. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gay. Hmm. Get him off the phone. Stop calling in, Chunks. Or should we call you Deep Throat? Maybe that's your new name from now on, Chunks. (laughs) So anyway, the guy's name officially. Now, he he is the one who uh, Bob Woodward, uh, the source, was. The guy's name is Rod Roddy. That was Deep Throat. No, that's not the guy's name. It's not Rod Roddy. No? Come on down. No. Ew. That's why they called him that. Huh. Okay, can I finish the story? Can I tell you who Deep Throat was? Yeah, it was Louie Anderson, right? Host of the, uh, of, uh... Yeah, Mam- Louie Anderson, yeah. It's my uh, impression of Louis Anderson. I'm deep throat. Ah. I like how you make the throat gra- uh, gravy like. Ah. Okay, here's the real deep throat. Uh, again, hello. Hey guys, it's, it's Jimmy D. Uh, All right. <laughs> Jimmy D was not the real. He was not the source for the Nixon. So anyway. He, I guess for some reason, I don't know if it was the Newsweek thing that spurred him to come out. Yeah, um, Rip Taylor. Rip Taylor? Yeah, wasn't he? Is that the guy who was throwing confetti? Yeah. He's not political. This is a political guy. This is a guy who used to be in the FBI. Then why is he called Deep Throat? I don't understand it. I'll be honest, I don't know either. But apparently this W. Mark Felt. Who? Was Deep Throat. I, I, I still think it was Rod Roddy. It wasn't. Are you sure? Yes. Positive. Absolutely. It's everywhere. It's all over the news. He always wore those flashy jackets. 
I could swear I, I could have swore it said that on the back of it. That doesn't mean that he was a. That doesn't mean. Hello. Dude, it's me. Who? You've been calling my nickname on the air all night long, brothers. Is your nickname? Is this Maddox? Dude, it's Maddox. I heard you calling me by my nickname. Do you want me to call in? No, I didn't want you to call. What? Dude, my nickname is Deep Throat, dude. Okay. Me and my friends, that's what they call me. You know what else is deep? What? All right. I'm not even... even... No. In media and politics... Yeah, I didn't know uh, Rod Roddy was like that either. Okay, you know what? We're going to take a break. We'll take a break and we'll come back. Deep Throat. It's the Hideout Roll Radio 104.1. You're listening to the Hideout Mixtape. On this next segment, we got Porno Dan. Porno Dan's birthday party recap. So let's see what goes on in that uh, party of Porno Dan's here. Porno Dan, who obviously has been great to the show. Uh, invites the show out to uh, his annual 30th birthday party at Club Vita downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, I, of course, took him up on the offer. Had a great time going out there, um, hanging out. And um, I took a tape recorder because I figured, you know, it's going to be good for the show. I could sit here and write down stuff to try to recall to you. But why not have actual tape of it so you can hear what it's like? Hey, uh, good news. Great minds think alike. Corolla brought a tape recorder. Are you serious? <laughs> it's all about you two. No way. Are you? <laughs> I even interviewed the, the two friends of yours that you brought. Did you really? Yes, I did. So who who edited this? Did you edit it, Bateman? Yeah, it's pretty funny. All right. See, now I'm just thinking we have my clips. Corolla, you... You know what? Now that I think about it, I'm not going to lie. I was pretty blitzed, as you'll hear in the tape in a mm-hmm. second. Especially my tape. Yeah, and now that I think about it, I do remember you having a tape recorder. But now I, I couldn't remember if it was mine or yours or what. All right, so you got tape, huh? Yeah. Is it going to be embarrassing? Yeah. For both of you, actually. For, oh, hey, wait, hold on a second. All right. I well, don't really remember that much either. Well, so. let's get through my tapes first, and then we'll play Corolla's tapes. All right, this is from the Porno Dan birthday party. This is early on in the night, and actually, this is my first encounter uh, with Porno Dan. Just to show you how crazy the night starts off, we're in a club, and these activities are already starting to happen. This is Porno Dan. I'm with the man of the hour, the man with the power. The man who can say, what? The man who doesn't need any Jackie's L. Hefe. I'm here with the beautiful Tina Cherry. Look at this. Look at this beautiful body. She's just she's here to be my kind of like Santa's little helper. We're going to see how many girls we can turn out tonight. It's early on in the night, Porno Dan. What can we expect coming up a little bit later on? You can expect Tina and I to be molesting girls together, correct? I already got one of the girls' panties off. Somebody's panties are off. We need to find a chick whose panties are off. Her name is Mel. Dan is lifting her skirt. We are going to have lots of fun with her tonight. A lot of kisses. Look at this. These are When's all this going to be released, Porno Dan? I'll be releasing it. We're just doing this for the fun of it. All right. All right. This is outstanding. No videotapes. A half may get involved. Basically, what's going on there is Porno Dan is running around, and um, he's got these two hot chicks. He starts out with a beautiful blonde, and then he makes his way over to... Like, Carole, I think you ended up seeing her, this brunette who had, like, the short black miniskirt on. Brunette, I gotcha. And she just had, and she at that point, she lifts up her top. Yeah. And, and she left it kind of cut off the whole rest of the time. Right. Like, and like she ripped the 
bottom part of the shirt off. And she just had this like great tight body, and then he lifts up her skirt, and and there and it's just it was just all there. What a nice view too. If uh, I recall, you were like right there when and, that. And I had to edit out what he began doing um, when he lifted the skirt, but yeah, I mean that was. It was it was definitely a good time. And then my buddies, Big J in Knoxville, they show up, and so we all have a little uh, a little drink together. How annoying! We're queer. Oh, wow. doesn't matter if we lose the field, if we're on the bar. We're, we're having fun, and we're drunk. Talk about three guys just trying to hold back on the homoerotic uh, rage. I don't know what you're talking about. It was a quick... Yeah, I, I think you guys were about uh, a Jägermeister away from making out. Bow wow, new sounds. You would have, if you were there, you would have made the same chant. Bow wow, new sounds. No, I, if you guys were giving me a free uh, video game, I would have made the same chant. You, you should have seen that, man. They're all like high fiving each other the whole time. Like, yeah, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh, what's up? Come on. Yeah. Do a chest bump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like the whole time they're all like dancing, kind of in a corner when they're drinking and stuff. It was just together, all three of them alone. The three of them. No way. Like, like after they got a drink, they had to like kind of levitate to a place that was more secluded, like in the dark. Okay, now that is, well, hold on a second. That is true because it was open bar and it wasn't very packed, and so we would get our drinks and we would go find a spot where we could toast and then have a drink. You guys would toast? Well, you know, we're to, to baseball, to boobs, <laughs> to, um, you know, what else? There, there were other B things that we were toasting to, I don't recall. But yeah. It was their birthdays, too. It was all in the same. Bows. <laughs> Jobs. All right. Well, um,. <laughs> fine um by the way uh, uh we'll move on i mean after that i was a lot of drinking going on so obviously i uh, you know i had to uh to take an occasional break here or there note to self talk about the people banging in the stalls this was like one of the hottest things that i've ever seen i didn't see actual well i kind of did in the reflection because so, so big j and knoxville left without you okay no big they were having fun hitting on chicks because we all like chicks oh yeah um and, uh, but yeah, I saw like there was this really hot like Asian chick with this guy and there's this line to go into the restroom and she sneaks in with the guy. And this is before the guy, the, the person who gives you the clone and stuff, that was before he had set up camp. And so she sneaks in and they both go into the stall and they're both like facing and you, and so then like, so they're in the stall and then you have the urinal and I was at the urinal. And so the whole time I'm at the urinal I'm looking down at the reflection that's able to go back up to see what's going on in the stall. And I don't know about you, man, but stall sex is hot. You know? When you're having it. I mean, uh, well, yeah. What? You're in the men's bathroom and but it's it stall sex going on. Was it you in the news sound? No, it wasn't. It was a chick with another guy. And um, I've had stall sex with a woman. And it was great. There's something like very, there's something very hot about that being able to get busted. At Who had time. the gag ball? Okay, I'm trying to tell you somewhat of a sexy story, and you're uh, sure. you're stuck on the uh, chant. Sexy for you. The chant that you're you know involved with. Bow wow, new sounds. It's gotten to the club. It's nine o'clock for open bar. So obviously I started drinking at nine, 
and there's a lot going on. And I do a quick time check. It's only 10.08. And there's no Tommy, and there's no Corolla. What happened, you guys? I was, um, I don't know, late. And I couldn't find a parking space for, like, 45 minutes. Because to me, I wanted to get there early so that, you know, I would be able to take advantage of the open ball. Since I'm such a big drinker and all, I know that was a bad bad move on my part. Now, what about you, Corolla? I got stuck on uh, uh, M Street. When I got into Georgetown, I just hit all those cars, and... You know, it was about 30 blocks off, so I had to drive all the way down there, then hunt for a spot, because the garage is closed early. If you park in the garage, you're locked out. So I had to hunt for a spot. See, I didn't know that was the way it worked. Well, you finally show up, Corolla, and this is the first ever meeting, apparently, between Corolla and Porno Dan. Are you Corolla? I am Corolla. Dude, let me tell you something. No exaggeration. If I wanted to, I could get at least 100 girls a year. That's no problem. You're not a bad-looking guy. You could you could easily get five or ten. <laughs> now he's a virgin. He's a 23-year-old virgin. Can we change that tonight? Yes, I can. This is Casey Monroe. She has a company. What company do you own? ExoticExposure.com. And uh, she would be willing to take his virginity. I would so love to. Can we expect you and Corolla to meet up a little bit later on? Gotta come find me. Corolla, she's the one with the iPad. Don't forget running. that. All right, I'm on a mission now. Thank you. She's challenging you to lose your virginity. Nice. Where are you from again? ExoticExposure.com. She had an eye patch? Yes, she had an eye patch. She. <laughs> I have no idea what. And this a peg is. leg. <laughs> I don't know what this was about. I don't know if she was doing a whole Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow thing, or if she was really missing. Maybe she's just a swashbuckler. <laughs> Or if she was really missing an eye. Now here's the test. Oh, what was her website? Ex- ExoticExposure.com. Yeah. All right. Let me see. If, let me. Now go here's the test. Did she have a little parrot on her shoulder? <laughs> I heard she can. Uh, well, actually, no. I can't say that joke on the air. Never mind. She can whistle while she's doing certain things. <laughs> yeah. Can't. Wow. I had to. Uh, I had to cut her off, or cut it out. But she did say that he would not get past one specific point. Like, for his virginity. Third base. Yeah, for him. You know what I mean? As far as that goes. So, I went there in the exotic... I must have misspelled. It's probably one of those wait, weird... Wait, wait, wait. When, when you say past certain place, is it the uh, the place where the eye's missing? Was that what she was offering up? <laughs> That's what I meant. She could whistle Close. while she's doing things. <laughs> That's the new way of saying get some... <laughs> Why not? It's the eye hole. I didn't know, man. All right. <laughs> no, I, no, I had to do it. I questioned him as to whether or not you could say what he said, and he said, "Why not?" And then he expounded. Well, not the last part. <laughs> so, um, for those of you just not tuning in, this, these are the tapes from the Porno Dan annual 30th birthday party. Uh, as I went out there, Corolla was also out there. Now, I think at this next clip, looking at your little piece of paper here, is right where I walked in. Because I remember coming in and being like, what the hell? Okay, you had walked in, and I got introduced to a chick who left porn. And when we... I'm blitzed at this point. And I'll be honest, I've heard this clip because I edited this one. I'm a little ashamed of it. But um, she's talking about why she's excited to get back into the porn business. I'm looking forward into like going into different characters. I'm, I, I can't wait. I'm going to do a dominatrix role this time. That's what I'm looking forward to. Does that mean you want to spank me now or later? I can spank you now or later. Either or, baby. All right, she's going to spank me now. Here we go. We're going to get the mic, and Alexis going to spank me right now. Here we go. Ready? Back. Give him a spank. Oh, yeah. 
dominatrix. Does that mean I get to punch you next? No, baby. This is all me on you, baby. Damn, I'm not interested in All right. Yeah, I walk in, I see this girl spanking half and I'm like, what the hell did I just wander into? And I was so blitzed at that point. God damn, what time did you get there? Um, 10.30 maybe. And see, I was only an hour and a half in. And like I said at the time check, it was 10.08 and I was ready to fall over. Really? I was so... I'm glad I didn't call you because you have been way gone by the time I got home. I got home about 11. I couldn't. Even, I don't even know if I don't really. I'll be honest. I don't remember too much. I'm glad. What time had, did you end up leaving? Um, I think about two. Oh, I've got that on tape. You left at two, and you were that blitzed at 10:30. All right. Let me say this, not to ruin the mystique of El Jefe, but I was I was begging for water around 11:30, <laughs> and people were making fun of me. Said, Can I get you water? Because people want to buy me drinks. Can I get you something? Can I? Yeah, I really need water. Uh, if you give me a water, that'd be great. No way, it wasn't like that at all. It's just like on the show. Corolla, get me some water now. That's how it was. It was oh, if you could get me water, it'd be great. It's Corolla, uh, I need water now. Uh, you know what? That was true. I did have uh, I, It was great having an intern at this party because I was ordering him. But I threw you money. Yeah. I mean, I'd give him a 20. I'd be like, I need a water. My friend needs a w- whatever they were drinking. And Corolla, buy yourself something and keep it. And I had to throw you like 60 bucks. I'm sure you ended up making a, a few dollars after, off of that. You have hit the big time. You've got a party intern. It's amazing. God you. damn. You are the man. That sounds cool. Hold on. Wait a second. You have an assistant that goes around with you everywhere. Corolla, from now on, you're my assistant. Congratulations. You're moving up in the world. Look at this. It's the man of the night, Porno Dan. Brother, welcome into the hideout. Hey, how are you guys doing tonight? I'm great, man. How are you? Doing good. I'm glad you guys had fun at the party. I want to invite, uh, thank you for inviting us, uh, man. I, I, thank you very much for coming, man. I had a great time. I, I don't know, I, you've heard you talk about how blitzed you were. I was completely clueless to reality when I left. Yeah, I remember you, I remember you leaving at one point. At one point I got kicked out because I got caught having sex in the bathroom with one of the girls. Yes! And, uh, the bouncer didn't think it was very funny and didn't believe that I was me. Oh, really? He goes, you're not you, and, I, and I'm giving him a business card, and I'm trashed at this point, trying to explain that I have dark hair instead of blonde hair, and the guy doesn't believe me. And then the owner's like, no, that's part of the answer. They're like, okay, you can stay. And I was like, i, I got to get out of here. I, I, like, once I start doing stuff like that, you know, I'm like. Because, <laughs> yeah, you were, um, you were definitely, I had, I decided not to play one clip, but there is one clip in which you were sitting on the couch, and you've got two girls, and you know she's you know hands are oh yeah the hand yeah right you know and I'm yeah. just and then, and I was and I'm standing right there and I'm like all right this is surreal yeah, I don't but, even I'm gonna go ahead and leave <laughs> because it's just getting a little too uh, that girl was not in the business she was just a random girl that we just met oh so the the the, the hot like the, the one that the we heard hot, earlier you taking down the panties that was she wasn't even no she was just a random girl who oh was, my uh, god yeah and that's the one I got caught having sex with I was like. I was like, she's like, she's like, you're so hot and all this stuff going off. And at, at the point, you know, she started telling me this. I was feeling no pain. I was like, let's go in the bathroom and do something, you know, like, sexual. And she was like, okay, I'm game. God damn it, Dan. I didn't know that. Yeah, so I took her in the bathroom, and, the, and everyone thought it was funny. But, you know, I wasn't really paying attention to time passing because I was kind of getting into it. Right. And I guess I'm in there way too long. And and then some people started complaining. Security, security flipped out on me. Because yeah, because I mean the line was atrocious for the bathroom. I'll be honest, I'd a bit pissed too. I think someone else was actually having sex in one of the corners too, right out in public. Really? What? Yeah. Really? 
Porno Dan, man, thank you for checking in. Hey, I tell you what, we're going to do one more segment on your birthday party because apparently Corolla was running around uh, with tapes as well. All right, uh, first let's check in. Mr. D, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, LFA. Yo. Hey, Dels, what's up? Yo. How you doing, man? Hey, I guess you had a good time and all. <laughs> Were you there? I was there, yeah, yeah. I remember I'm LFA there. I, it turns out, Dubs, I guess we got a lot of listeners who go to porno parties. Really? Because I was getting approached constantly of, hey, the hideout, and this, blah, blah, blah. And I, so I just want to say thank you to all of them. It was really nice meeting you. I guys. met no one. Oh, you met two girls. I, uh, yeah, I didn't meet them. <laughs> I, we don't usually do two segments on stuff, but apparently we have these Corolla tapes. I can't wait to play them. All right. I'm going to say this now before I hear these goddamn tapes. You were very good that night, and I want to thank you for being my drink lackey. Because that's going to get you a long way in this business, so I appreciate right. that. No problem, buddy. Stay party. Uh, I was there. Corolla, the intern, was there. Bateman was forced to be there. Um, and Mantan was there. Good to yeah. see you, man. I'm so glad you came out, man. Oh, definitely. I just want to say thanks to Dan for being such a gracious host. It was a fantastic time. I tell you what, thank him personally. Porno Dan Mantan has a word for you. Yeah, I just want to say thanks for uh, having us out. You were a gracious host. It was a great time, man. Uncle, thank you very much for coming, man. I, 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 all you got. I'm, glad, I'm glad to make one of the listeners to the show, man. I, I love going out to events like this. You, you know how to throw a party, brother. Believe me. I've been doing it for a while. I, hope I, just, I, I think I've learned how to... The, I've mastered the art of partying quite well. Yeah, you definitely did it. All right, man, Tim, we'll check in with you, bro. Out. All right, see you. 5,000. So, uh, Porno Dan is here. He's uh, He was listening. He called in during the first break where I play tapes... Uh, my tapes of uh, the night. As it turns out, I find out this evening, Corolla also had some tapes. First, though, Porno Dan, you had a proposition for our intern, Alex Corolla. Yeah, I, I dude, I thought, now that I know what Corolla looks like, this kid should have no problem getting girls on his own. I completely agree with I you. I don't understand what his malfunction is. His problem is confidence. His confidence. And, I mean, like, and self-respect. I like, what's wrong with you, dude? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Um, in fact, don't you hit on some chicks? Did you did you get tape of you hitting on chicks? I did try and hit on about four or five. Not all of them would go on tape. Right. But I still tried anyways. What's this proposition, Porno Dan? What do you think? I, if he wants to, I've got a group. One of my, I, I think he might have met her. Because at this point, my memory's not really the best. Right. <laughs> but uh, I, one of my girls was like, that guy's cute. Like, I'll do him off camera. I'm like, all right. Off camera. <laughs> Off camera to lose the virginity, Corolla? Come on, what? bro. Which, you which, don't even have to be tipped. Was man. she the one with the uh, eye patch? Yeah. Corolla. How about the Now, let me ask you. Was she just doing that because of the sky captain in the world she, of tomorrow? Exactly. She thought she was being cool. God, all right. See, I was hoping she was she missing wanted, an eye. Wanted, you got to understand one thing about them. You never know which way their brain's going, but you can always know what's going wrong. It's just... It, you, you gotta you look at him and you're like you never know it's like it's just it's, I've learned to stop asking why is the best way to describe anything it. for attention including an eye patch exactly Corolla would you uh, would you be willing to hit the pirate that's a pretty tempting uh, proposition right tempting. there tempting what was... do you mean it's off camera off what if, camera why, how about this how about you bring her up here and uh, they can meet each other maybe next time because I know she has a website and next time Porno yeah. Dan stops by and all right Corolla I, this gives you plenty of time to lose more weight to shave your neck hair <laughs> maybe you can impress this girl a little bit more because she's I, not going to be as drunk it's, already, it's a done deal and to stop you itching and scratching you, you can't screw this up it's done I'll watch he will you can't I, it's a lock I mean you can't mess this up the glory said yes I'll right. probably call her fat during I don't know. commercial break are you sure you talk to me enough to say it's a lock man? it's a lock uh. do, it, do you mean to talk to us? 
I asked her, and I said, point blank, I pointed to you. So would you, you know what? I'm off camera, and she said, yeah. We have that tape. Play that tape again there, Dubs. I believe it was track eight. Here we go. Let's. Here's here it is. This is when you and uh, this is when Corolla and Porno Dan first met. Are you Corolla? I am Corolla. Dude, let me tell you something. No exaggeration. If I wanted to, I could get at least 100 girls a year. That's no problem. You're not a bad looking guy. You could you could easily get five or ten. <laughs> <laughs> now he's a virgin. He's a 23 year old virgin. Can we change that tonight? Yes, I can. This is Casey Monroe. She has a company. What company do you own? ExoticExposure.com. And uh. She would be willing to take his virginity. I would so love to. Can we expect you and Corolla to meet up a little bit later on? Gotta come find me. Corolla, she's the one with the eye patch. Don't forget that. All right, I'm on a mission now. Thank you. She's challenging you to lose your virginity. Nice. Where are you from again? ExoticExposure.com. All right, if you screw that up, Corolla, you're off the show. <laughs> you can't mess this up. You will be officially off the show. All right? All right, porno off fans. camera, off, con- off camera, off but, camera. So what will happen is we'll talk to you before and after during one show. Yeah, this what we'll, she'll, she'll come, we'll come down there. You can go in the green room or maybe some other. Who knows I have a, I have a theory about this. It's gonna happen. He's gonna stop stuttering and stop fidgeting so much. I can't <laughs> I can't afford you to stop being funny though. That's the yeah, only he's, thing. He's classic. I like him the way he is. I think this will help him. That's awesome, Porno Dan. Thank you very much, bro. Hey, guys, thank you very much for coming out. I'll make sure that you guys are welcome at any event I host. All right, let's play these tapes. Thanks, Dan. All right, thanks a lot, guys. All right, buddy. There he is, PornoDan.com. This is, um... All right, so what, what is this? What are these tapes of Corolla now? It's, uh, Corolla checking on you from far away with your news hound buddies. Hefe's oh, leaning against the window looking out. Thanks. Looking like he's going to throw up. Hefe has now wandered off, stumbling. Uh, he's grabbed a few asses, and I'm not just lying, fellas. On the Bad Wild News Hounds, this is true. Dude, asses. They're all guys' asses. He grabbed his ass. He grabbed my ass. He grabbed one of his teammates' asses. What? I swear to God, I'm not making this up, dude. He's walking around saying he's effed up, grabbing his teammates' asses. In the dugout, I thought it was cool because, you know, like, you know, we're teammates and all that. Hey, go play, man. Grab your ass. But in the bar, it's a totally different story. Oh, no, no. It's totally different now. Like, now I feel violated. I can't believe this. And he really is effed up. He's not. He's running around, bumping into people, making a fool of himself. We'll check in later and see how he's doing. You're so, such a goddamn liar. So, uh, Hefe and the News Hounds were uh, playing in the dugout. Yeah. I nice. told you before. Before, they're bumping into each other and anything, and like uh, later on afterwards, I guess they thought they were still there. Just... I guess there's nothing wrong with a little bump and grind. <laughs> oh, I the first, I, uh, I'll be honest, I was very drunk, but I don't think I was drunk enough to forget grabbing asses. I know I wasn't grabbing asses. I know you, you were. were. And then you just kept going, I'm effed up, I'm effed up. <laughs> Such a liar! No way. No, I, I can really see you doing, at least yelling, I'm effed up. No, I was very, I was very calm and reserved. Anyone who was out there can attest to that. Other than you liars, the liars here in the studio. No, I'm not lying. I'm you not... weren't even there. I know. I'm not but lying can... either. That's it's all a... you do. You're great. Oops. <laughs> All right, here uh, in this next clip, Corolla meets a girl. I'm at the bar. A uh, girl's come up to me, surprise to everyone in the uh, listening audience. What's your name? Now, what do you think of me? Uh, I think you suck. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much. I appreciate that. Girl's checking out. I've struck out with yet another lady. I'll try again later. <laughs> what the? That's that, my friend, is karma. 
That <laughs> is What the... have I done to deserve that? Though? I have never, ever heard of someone being that blunt with someone they just met. Oh, she was, and she was banging, too. She's like the little brunette. She had these glasses on, cut-off shirt. She's all, like, happy. And then when I started talking to her, she kind of slowed down a little bit. And then she stopped kind of bobbling around. People become retarded when they talk to you. They get slow. <laughs> well, here he goes and tries again with two chicks this time. Now, uh, what do you think of Porno Dan? He's a really cool guy. He knows how to throw a great party. What do you think of Hefe? We love Hefe. We love Hefe. Yes. Now, what do you think of me? Would you ever consider, uh, you know, maybe uh, taking my virginity away? <laughs> no. You look kind of repulsed. Does that thought repulse you? A little bit, but... Am I really that bad looking? Yeah. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Am I really as pathetic as everyone on Happy Show says? Yeah, but it's nothing that a bag of your head couldn't fix. <laughs> Thank you, and I think I have uh, had just about enough. I will now move on. It's got to be one of those big, like, hex bags so it can cover your neck hair. And a, the stomach. A regular, and, and boobs. a regular giant bag isn't big enough. Well, let's just do a body condom on you. Maybe you should just start hitting on chicks with a big outbreak costume on. <laughs> Bubble boy. I'm really trying here, fellas. Great night so far. Yeah, it gets even better here when he takes a little bit of a break. All right, it's a co- Corolla recorder. I'm in a bathroom. Taking a... Got a drink in one hand, got the recorder in the other one. That's right, I don't need hands, ladies. <laughs> what right. the hell was that? What was creepier, that laugh or him uh, going to the bathroom while holding a drink? I gotta hear that one again. What is? All right, listen for the creepy laugh at the end. What the hell? All right, this is Corolla, I guess, taking a break. All right, it's a co- Corolla recorder. I'm in a bathroom. Taking a... Got a drink in one hand. Got the recorder in the other one. That's right, I don't need hands, ladies. <laughs> I've never heard that laugh come out of you before. <laughs> All right, we got to isolate that, and that's going to get played from now until the end of time. Hold on, we got to call. Knoxville, you're in the hideout. Oh, hey, God. What's, what's up, man? Bow Wow News Hounds. Bow Wow, buddy. Now, uh, we were not that drunk, were we? Uh, I was definitely a bit wasted near the end there. You were you were pretty drunk. No, we, I wasn't I, grabbing asses, was I? No, 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 no. I think uh, you know, the microphone got stuck in my face, and uh, all right, you know, I, I got, something I got else did too. Down my pocket, <laughs> and say, hey, lie, lie to the microphone, make Alex, you know, make make Hefe sound all uh, all bombed, and you know, that's what we did. All we right, were, well, we were that, paid off. We were paid off. All right, now I feel a little bit better yeah. that Corolla, you were lying and forcing people to make lies up about it absolutely me. Absolutely, was right, not. I want to say right now, Corolla, you gotta go for the pirate man. <laughs> yeah, go for that eye patch. Seriously, was she hot? She was not bad, but the eye patch held the whole like you know pirate thing going on. It was exotic. yeah, make her wear the eye patch. Yeah, see, I mean, you know what? You should. You should. You had the buccaneer her, outfit. You should wear the buccaneer outfit. Make her wear two eye patches. <laughs> it might be more enjoyable for her. <laughs> pirate sex. That's gonna be awesome. Hey Knoxville, good hanging out with you, bro. All right, man. Thanks a lot. Good Thank God, God I didn't go. You can give her a black eye, and no one will know. <laughs> it's really hot. I like that. I, I like to know when I give him a black eye, though. What's that, Alexandria Noodle? Just make sure that you don't laugh like that while you're doing it. Yeah. No, do that. The, the creepy... Do it again. Whatever the hell. That was really lit. Do it again. <laughs> All right, that's better isolation. That's cleaner. All right. Well, in this next clip, he uh, finally gets some company. Oh, okay. 1210. 
stuck out a lot. Hefe's got a girl, even though he doesn't like him. Uh, the girls just seem to be attracted to him. I don't know. I can't explain it. Bateman's got a girl. Mantan, all of them are occupied thanks to Porno Dance Party. Uh, I'm just chilling in the corner now, uh, entertaining this lovely curtain over here. It's a nice curtain. It's suede. It's a lot better than uh, what's in my apartment. Uh, the first thing I thought when I saw this curtain is it would make a great bed. And I don't think that's correct. I need to think about that. You know what? Just listening to him makes me want to put a pistol in my mouth. <laughs> I can't imagine being him. So you were at a porno damn birthday party and the only company you could find was a curtain. Oh, wait. No, not a regular curtain. A suede curtain. It was suede. It was nice. <laughs> and, I, you know, you kind of get, you try and go, hey, what's up, what's up? And everyone's busy, so you kind of find your way and you know the it, corner. And I was like, oh. You know, if you poured a little uh, water or poured some honey onto that suede curtain, what it would feel like. <laughs> Is that what you were thinking? It was a nice curtain. All right. <laughs> I didn't want to know that's what you Likewise. were thinking. Oh, it cleans your uh, stomach off nicely. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> In this next clip, Corolla, uh, he talks to a, a minor celebrity. Oh. I'm Survivor. You know any fair play from Survivor? What's up? What's up? Did you win? Uh, yeah, I was a male champion. I was a pro island. the greatest player to ever play the game. So you're probably getting a lot of ass tonight, right? Or a lot of girls at least? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm getting, I'm getting a lot of female ass. <laughs> I'm a big loser. Is there anything that can help me out tonight? Uh, do you have money? <laughs> I spent it on boost. <laughs> He's laughing. Thank you very much. Congratulations to Survivor. All right, that's a Corolla quick interview. Johnny yeah. Fairplay of Survivor. Nice. Not bad, man. And I like Cow in the Mill. I am a big loser. What can I do? <laughs> hey, were you born in this uh, country? Yeah. Where does the accent come from every once in a while? Uh, upstate New York. That's not a New York accent, especially an upstate one. They talk kind of weird where I'm from, man. It's... Where are you from? Uh, Amsterdam. It's a little town near Albany. And they talk like that? They're, it's like the south up north. You know what, what? I mean? So, like, I, uh, all... You know what? Let's just move I, on. Do we have? I don't have the patience for this conversation. <laughs> I real. I mean, I got enough of you on the tapes. Believe it or not. All right. Do we have more? Yeah. Yeah. All right. What's next? It's uh, Corolla's uh, scam to make money. I've struck out with the ladies so far. And now I've just been trying to get cover charges to get into porno dance thing. So far I haven't got one dollar, and one guy hit me in the chest. I'm gonna be honest, it kind of hurt a little bit. I'm gonna try to get some more money so I can get some more booze. I'm tapped out. Booze, booze, booze and dames. I gotta be honest, it hurt a little bit. It did. <laughs> okay, thank you. I heard that already. Well, why did he punch you? I think he just—I think he just got pissed off. He's like, "Come on, man, you gotta pay the cover. You gotta pay the cover." He's like, "What are you talking about, man?" He's like, "Come on," and he's just like, "Get out of here!" And he's kind of like nailed me a little bit. <laughs> All right, so you were set up in front of the VIP area, trying yeah. to take money to get into the VIP area. I figured if they didn't know there's a lot of people coming in, why not try and get a few dollars? Who was? Oh, you don't look anything like a bouncer. You were dressed like a scab. And you were drunk. Well, obviously, that's why the guy hit me. Trying to make love to curtains. Why can't you be like our other interns that might be starring in future porno films? All right, we should talk about that. Mantan, what's up? 
hey, uh, now that Corolla is your personal assistant, you're responsible for him, right? Don't let that kid leave the house after dark with uh, jean shorts and tennis shoes on, especially not at the club, man. Yeah, you really, you looked awful. You you're did. now responsible for him, man. I had khakis on. No, no. Take him out and get him like three or four pairs of, you know, pants, slacks, and ditch the tennis shoes. All right, this isn't the Salvation Army. I'm not taking care of Tards. If he wants to go and get me drinks, I'm fine with that. Hey, Manton. Oh, my God. Manton, did you try and set him up with any women again like a Coyote Ugly? Um, uh, A few. I even tried to hook him up here at, at my place on Friday night, but he ended up, you know, talking trash to the girl the whole night. Yeah, we talked about that in the beginning of the show. All right, brother. Thank you, man. Lighten up that ship, Corolla. Yeah, do that, man. Tighten it up. All right, what's left? Oddly, that, uh whole last conversation sets up this next uh, clip where uh, Corolla talks to one more chick. Right. I found a nice young lady. What is your name? Tweed. Tweed, may I say you are very lovely and you are phenomenal. My name's Corolla. What do you think about me? Not bad. Oh, uh, really? And who are you, sir? I'm her boyfriend. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take your girl now. Do you got a problem with that? All right, that was you. I want to hear that one more one more time, because what I notice is the all right, a hot chick says I'm not bad, then she's got a, what was probably a big black boyfriend. Yeah, he was huge. I'd probably say six four, huge so, uh, in the pants, <laughs> like muscular. Like, oh, and then. <laughs> And then you, uh, and then you say I'm gonna take her, and he's like, you're gonna take an ass whooping. All right, you're well, gonna take an ass whooping worth it. I was really, really blitzed at this point and feeling very, very cocky. Oh yeah, you were a ten foot tall and bulletproof. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, let's hear this. I found a nice young lady. What is your name? Tweed. Tweed, may I say you are very lovely and you are phenomenal. My name's Corolla. <laughs> what do you think about me? No game. Sheep, man. Is that everything? I was boy, bro. at that point when I realized that uh, this guy was... He's, he's goat boy from Starting Night Live. That's that's what it is. Is that it from Corolla? You got me back. No, we have the saddest clip coming up. All right. Right uh, here. Um, all right, we'll get to that one in a second. Because um, I think I actually have that one. Let's go uh, Sunshine, you're in the hideout. Hey, guys. Hefe, I wanted to say one thing. I got to I gotta say you were pimping the other night because... When when you walked by, my roommate and I, you sat down and you put your arms around us like you owned us. Okay, that is true because when I was there, now let me say this. But he did the same thing to the news hounds. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did not. Yeah, he did. Knoxville called in and debunked that oh, whole theory. Oh sure, like like you guys, you yeah, big only, homophobes are gonna admit to anything. Yeah, the only reason was because he was involved in it too. He doesn't want everyone knowing. He's sitting around playing grab, you're making up lies, <laughs> and you're and you're you're making weird noises and trying. Trying to make love to a curtain, so I'm not interested in what you have to say. You have no credibility, Corolla. And I was, uh, I was. At Wait, Tommy Tomble says for... he did the same thing too. Um, no, Tommy did the same thing. In fact, I got up at, uh, eventually, and Tommy then sat down 
and uh, was, um, you know, King Pimp there uh, mm. hanging out with mm. you guys. So. Oh, but I was thinking, uh, didn't didn't you say that uh, Happy was grabbing ass with the guys still? Yeah, his friends were really drunk too. At one point, they started talking to me, and I had no idea what they were even. It saying. was a party. Oh, you're not supposed to be drunk. Yeah, but you're not supposed to grab ass either. <laughs> All right, you beat it. Get out of here. All right, let's wrap this up. I um, I actually got this last one. This is the the night eventually comes to an end. Uh, All right, it's two o'clock. Party's over. Sadly, it's another lonely night. Tefe, and I'm with Corolla after we've left Fida. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get any. Surprise. How many chicks you get turned down by? Uh, I think about five. That is, that would go on air, or on record. Son of a bitch. And now I'm walking home with this loser. I may as well be Corolla. Hey, at least I'm not Fat Albert. <laughs> Matt Albert. That's what I meant to say, Matt Albert. <laughs> Alright, well that'll do it for the night with Porno Dan. Very sad. It is very sad. Can't believe I'm walking back with Corolla. I'm a hack. Why does 5,000. Why does Matt Albert get pulled into every sad sack thing? He, he didn't want any part of this. He, he didn't have anything to do with this, and then Matt Albert gets just drug right into it. He's the standard for all that is sad and lonely. And uh, amazingly, that's how the night ended up. Uh, on top of the world, um, met some great people out there, had a great time. And the night ends up just really, um, yeah, it's, I'm, like it's 2 o'clock and all of a sudden it's over. I hear like the Hulk music playing while they're walking home. <laughs> just sad and lonely. Just, and, and I mean, it's, it's, like the, uh, it's like the end of Elephant Man for me. <laughs> I am not an animal. I am a human being. I am a man. How's your night, Bateman? I gotta go. Really? All right. Beat it. Suddenly very uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, I think you should tell your vindication story. Actually, you know what? I do need to tell that vindication story when we get a chance. And never play strip poker with guys. Okay, I just asked you how your night went because I knew where it was going. I was C-blocked all night by some douchebag from California. Really? Yes. You didn't, I got get, it. You I, didn't get any? I think I could have, but this guy would not, like, leave the room. And then he would, like... Uh, yeah, uh, it was just uh, disgusting. I thought you were about to say the guy wouldn't give up if we gave it up, but yeah. No, I'm not on the news hounds. Oh yeah. Okay. What is this about the news hounds? The news hounds are not gay. <laughs> okay. Keep on telling yourself that. Isolate that. Buck. Bow wow, news hounds. They're not, man. All right, Chuck. <laughs> and who are you to talk? What? What do you mean what? What did I do? You're Mo uh, of all Mo's. I sat home and watched some football this weekend. There's nothing more straight than that, my friend. Mm. <laughs> Drink Long Island iced teas. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> Vampire, you're in the hideout. Dude, what's your problem, man? You got your own radio show. You should be getting more ass than a car seat. Yeah, you know, you would think that. And the night started strong out there because I got introduced to so many people. A lot of ladies came up, said they listened to the show. But then They're... they all saw you grab the news hound's ass and they didn't want any part of it. Uh, that did not happen. And then on top of that, I mean, there was one chick in particular that I hung out with for most of the night who I met there. And then all of a sudden it's 2 o'clock and I'm walking home alone with Corolla. Yeah, and you should have been playing the uh, the theme from The Incredible Hulk, the sad, lonely, walking away music at the end of the show. Yeah, they just said that. Thank you, Vampire. And Dude. where is that? I guess that's what we'll play. Somebody find that. That's my new theme music. <laughs> Thank you.
All right, you're listening to the Hideout Mixtape. In this last segment here, Corolla, who currently goes by Chunks. Corolla was his uh, original name. Now you guys know him as Chunks. Uh, Chunks goes crazy. He's going to rant about callers and the Red Sox winning the World Series. Let's go ahead and get into that. A lot of great stuff that Corolla's done, man. You've become a star. Do you realize that? How's it feel knowing that you came here from Mason to do this great work? I feel good. I want to thank you guys. Really. I mean that. So you want to now, thank us. Now, last night you weren't in that thanking mood. Because that was after Tommy tripped you doing the race, the drag race with Mantan. Yeah. To pay off the fantasy football bet. And you weren't in the mood to thank anybody at that point. In fact, you were livid. I was a tad livid. I think that guy Warren might have uh, put me over. Oh, by the way, Warren did send me an instant message. He wanted to thank us for coming in. And he said, uh, by the way, tell uh, Corolla he has bitch boobs. Wow. Except he didn't use the B word. He used the T word. Titch boobs? Titch boobs. Uh-huh. That sounds like a confident guy for such a small little fella. Yeah. And I think, who else were you mad at, too? I don't know. The callers? Because a lot of yeah. callers got callers Vampire. Vampire, Yeah, Vampire is your nemesis now. You called Vampire out, and he hadn't even done anything to you in that part of the show. This bothers me. Why? Because he's just always insulting me. He's riding me. Now, you felt like you needed, because we honestly get worried that we're going to crack you. Yeah, we get, actually, sometimes we leave this uh, thinking, did we push him too far today? All right, here are the, here's the list of names that I've gotten. Somebody gave to me. Of on Corolla's hit list. Vampire, Icebox, and Porno Dan. These are the people you don't like. All of them epic to the high. Yes, all of them very good callers, very good guests. Very good people. Humane. They should win an award for what they do to serve this country. And yet you run them down. So yesterday you had to you had to get something off your chest. So what happened? I was a little livid, I think, after Warren came in, mm-hmm. and I just... The one, the guy who called you, you had bitch boobs? Yeah, that guy. Okay, I just want to remind you of that. Thanks. Huh? And, uh, and then after that, I was just, uh... You, you've been uh, doing a little bit of drinking tonight, have How yeah. drunk are you? I've had a few adult beverages, I might have, but no, I'm... Yeah, I've had a few adult beverages. What <laughs> bitch boobs? Huh? Huh? All right, let's hear. This is this is Corolla last night getting stuff off his large chest. God damn it! Seriously, all I'm trying to do is learn. Oh yeah, porn girl like Bateman. Ah, oh, bitch! God damn it! Good callers. Oh, I'm worn. I waited for two hours to harass your ass. Oh, look at me with one. You did something to get your goddamn championship. You can do. You got 25 of them more, or else how many more you need? Ooh, 1918. Big whoop. Now what the you have? And vampire. That jackass. All I need is that call and ride my ass all the goddamn time. Ooh, girl, I'll come down there and beat your ass with your 18 wheeler. Why don't you turn it off the road, you bum hick, redneck mother piece Always ride my ass. What the do you have, you stupid Son of a bitch. I swear to God. Ah, damn it. Go sit in the office. Oh, go congratulate everyone. Fall down. Yeah. Ha, you're bleeding. Real 
funny. Oh, you're a jackass. You suck with the women. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're a loser. You're a dumbass. Fine. Bring it. You want it? Go ahead. I'll keep going. I ain't even a bitch anymore. Fine. You want it? Fine. Hit me. Hit me with chickens or whatever crazy left up you got. Fine. Do it. Just bring it on. Damn it. Goddamn Red Sox. They suck. Ugh, I love Boston Red Sox. I don't like the Red Sox. They suck and they can kiss my ass. Whole state sucks. And their clam chowder sucks. And the people there suck too. They're a bunch of dumb idiots. Just walking around. Ooh. Ooh, what do we got? What do we got? Oh, you got yourselves a championship. Big whoop-de-doo. You got your jackass. Don't you mess with my Red Sox, Corolla. What the are you going to do about it? You come down here if you got some beef about it, you son of a bitch. You stupid son of a bitch. Oh, yeah, oh, you going to call me out in the air. Hey, I'm a big, dumb, bumpkin, funkin. Oh, where the you are, you inbred piece of Why don't you come down here and see how funny it is, you jackass. Damn it. Son of a bitch. Six. Done. Rack em. Oh my god. That's two and a half minutes of just pure yelling, my friend. That's two and a half minutes of hate. You have a lot in your body right now. Do you hate the show? I, I don't hate the show. And I think I you do. Might have been Subconsciously. Little... No. I mean, that was... I don't know if I've ever heard hate like that. No, that's... And that's by great. the way, that's all real. He was out here... He was... When we ended the show last night, he was running around yelling and Someone screaming... Bumping into the walls, that kind of stuff, uh-huh. and I was like, and we were like, go get in the, go get in the production room, go get in the production room and record this. Get your feelings out there; it'll make you feel better. My God, man! Now you're already getting some positive run. Rita says, "I like it when Corolla gets angry, becomes aggressive and assertive. It's sexy." He finally sounds straight. Wow. I don't know. I I think there's, like, latent homo rage in there. No, man. Easily. Huh? I was out tonight with a chick. So? What does that mean? It means I'm straight. I like girls. Doesn't? Gay guys get married. Do they? Yeah. All the time. Why? Um, Because they're um, afraid of being gay. Because America suppresses them. They can't be free. Mm -hmm. Because of gay bashers like you. Heckler, you're in the Hey man, uh, Corolla sounds like such a retard. I mean, uh, my my sister works with handicapped people, and that's exactly what they sound like when they go off. They just like start rambling. Yeah, slow, and he's totally gay. All right. He's in denial. All right, thank you. And he's a cop. He knows. You want to run through this again or no? I can't even know if I can handle it. Let's see how far we can go in it. You know, I mean, do you realize you ran down listeners? I'm sorry. I- don't Friends of the show? Don't necessarily know if I was mad at the listeners as much as myself, because I get all these calls, I and know. I leave, and I realize I really am just a big loser. No! I, how many times do I have to tell you? You need to play it up on the air like that's a character, and off the air, you're like, hey, don't you ever talk to me like that. That's a radio character. It's as if I was on Friends. This is my character in the hideout. When I'm off the air, you treat me with respect. Try it now. Hey, when I'm off the air... Shut up, you mall. <laughs> yeah. Not helping. You're supposed to be more assertive after that. 
But instead, what do you do? You give up. Like a girl. Not giving up. I mean, I was in panties, for God's sakes. How masculine can you feel when you got panties on and you're bleeding? You know? And then you still... I still found dignity. Is it that time? You know how hard it is to say I got dignity? I still think I have some kind of dignity. All right, here's what we need to do. Compared to who? Isolate that whole thing. And I want that in a song. 